inspire. Welcome back to Relentless. This is the show all about what it takes to make it as an entrepreneur, especially in the wild west of NFTs. I'm Jeff Saris, and I'm here as always with Jack Davidson. What's going on, guys? Um, yeah, so today I mentioned briefly before we want to just uh, tail with the uh, awesome episode we had uh, last week. It was really just the feedback we got. I, I made a couple people cry, including myself. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just, you know, when it's super organic and it just, you know, the stories really hit home. It just really. Uh, well, yeah, and I want to really just tell just, you. As soon yeah. as we were done, as soon as we were done talking, Amara comes walking in. She's in the other room right now. She actually, she's listening. You see her in the space here, yeah, but she was in the other room. She came walking in just bawling. And I'm like, oh, no, what happened? She's like, no, it's the story. And I was like, oh. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it was. It's a really powerful story. That's So I clipped it out. For anyone who missed it, you can uh, just head over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jeff Saris, um, or look through my Twitter profile and probably find it there. But um, it's separated out and it's the three words that can change life and just yeah. such a powerful story that Jack it told. really it, it really is and I just uh, <laughs> I, I had been thinking about it like when I'm laying in my bed like all week just uh, how motivating it is just like I, I, I you just you never know what someone is going to teach you it doesn't matter what age they are it doesn't matter what walk of life they're from it's just if you're receptive to most things um, you, you can just witness such amazing things. That's why it's like so important to just be, be willing, just be willing and able, always be willing and able. Don't, don't, don't ever, shut, don't ever be too big for something. You know, don't ever, you never know what's right around the corner. You know, that, that kid 13 years old at the time taught me still to this day, 10 years later, the most valuable, lesson, you know, crazy stuff, crazy, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were, you know, we were talking about goals and we were, we were discussing, um, just, you know, as an entrepreneur, you set goals and, and it's the new year. How do we how do we follow through? How do we uh, continue? And uh, I have a recipe that I have used four times. Three times have been successful. One time has not been successful. And that was my own fault. And we'll get into that. I wrote this whole thing. Um, if you guys want, like, this is like fucking primo information. Like, if you guys want to take notes, feel free. But also, Jeff and I are probably going to hang it up in the Discord later if you guys want to copy and paste, whatever it may be. Um, after that. So, um, yeah. So before we dive in, we actually have yes. our first, uh, request to chat. Oh, did it okay. just go away? Where is it at? Uh, I think we just lost him. Never mind. If anyone though, if anyone wants to jump on stage, we really want to talk to you. We want to have you up here. Yep. And I mentioned it before, but the pin tweet, if you have any questions and you prefer not to actually speak on stage, feel free to just comment on that pin tweet. I have it open right here on my screen so that we can mm-hmm. keep tabs throughout. But yeah, just definitely request to chat and we'll bring you up here at some point. Yep. We definitely want to hear you guys speak. And as this space goes on, you guys are going to grill. What is up, Grill Doggy? I see you in here. Um, it's a, a childhood friend of mine. Oh, nice. Uh, from, from growing up. Yeah, he's buddies with me and Paul. Um, but so I will... Uh, yeah, anybody wants to talk, uh, please. We want we want you guys to come up here. So I'm, I'm, we're gonna get into it in these steps. Uh, just how important it is to just uh, speak to release vibrations. So yeah. So um, actually, we have Chaz Invalid Bite from uh, Fangain. Just brought him up real quick. Um, whenever you unmute, Chaz, you can start talking. But we really appreciate you uh, tuning in and jumping. Yeah. In. 
Yeah, Jeff. Um, thank you for having me. Um, I frequently uh, degen in Twitter spaces, but when I saw that you were hosting one after um, I saw you in Fangang and then uh, your YouTube channel, um, I, I just had to come up and just say hi and thank you for everything you've been doing, not only for the Fangang community, but just NFTs in general. Um, Education is a very important thing, and I'm looking forward to the show. Sweet. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Yeah, Chaz, I always say everybody needs a Jeff. So, like, <laughs> uh, I, it, it, you, it, it is true. You are so valuable to this space. You are, like, um, you guys ever see the movie Prometheus where it, like, talks about, like, uh, aliens and they, they would, like, you know, go to uh, uh, un, unmarked planets and they'd, like, lay the groundwork for civilization to grow, right? And it's, like, that's kind of, like, what you're doing right now in the NFT <laughs> space. It's, like, you're you're making fertile fertile soil for people to plant seeds in and, um, something that Jeff and I always talk about is just, you gotta just pass knowledge. You gotta just, you gotta let people know you gotta, you gotta share the wealth right now. If we don't, if you don't share the wealth, like you're, you're gonna, you're, you're losing, you're losing in this space. You, you know, we want everybody to come in. We want people. And Jeff is just, even just you posting that video with the tax guy. Like, I can't wait to see what's in that. Like it, it is, uh, no, you are such an asset to, yeah. Like you said, not only Fangang, but so many communities. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate if, it. If, communities too. if we want this space to grow, um, adoption needs education, right? So we Absolutely. need people like Jeff that um, make it simple just for the everyman and even for people that aren't the everyman, right? I've been in this space for a while, but there's a lot of things I don't know. And uh, like you're mentioning earlier, Skullverse, uh, the taxes. Um, I love that, Jeff. Like you are very valuable. So just keep doing what you're doing. Well, sweet. Like Thank guy. you so much. That really yeah. means a lot because I'm just, I want to help. I want to do yeah. whatever I can to help people better their life, learn more and uh, progress. So yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah, that was awesome, Chess. Thank you. Thank you for coming up. I gave you a follow. Um, I know the, uh, I kind of came up in the space with the lead artist of Fangang, Junchish. So uh, we, we were in the, we were in the early uh, navigating the early April of last year different you know shit trying to figure it out so uh, oh, yeah. he's a good he's a good dude Very yeah and fingers guy. crossed paka and junchi should be on the show at some point still have mm -hmm. to like work that out but looking forward to super it busy, in the future oh yeah oh they, they'll get on yeah they're very good about yeah. doing all that yeah. you have no worries there <laughs> sweet yeah. yeah they're doing so much in that project it's amazing yeah so that that's yeah so thank you for coming up and speaking uh we definitely want you guys to yeah just anything like that please come up and if you have questions too like just about anything it could be what is this bump on my lower thigh and we could be like yeah we can close. diagnose so we know. got it yeah we could yeah, uh, yeah totally so, <laughs> uh, but um so i so the 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 space last week was just so moving and so powerful and i, I just wasn't ready to stop talking about like goals and like um, that I'll share my method with you guys. Um, and I wrote it down. I have a whole cheat sheet here that I'm going to read off of in a little bit. Uh, we'll try to get through it quick, but, uh, like I said, interrupt if you have questions, if you have anything. Um, so, uh, I guess we'll get kind of into that. Did do you have anything else you want to touch down on Jeff? Or? Oh no. Yeah. I figured just dive right in. All right, cool. So, um, I have these, this isn't anything new. I didn't invent the wheel with this. Um, this is a scientific equation I have made. I, I am I am quite a mad scientist uh, in just many different ways. And I've taken this from a little bit of a entrepreneurial book here, a little bit of an entrepreneurial podcast here, and just over the years have made it into my own. And it has worked successfully for me 
three out of four times, like I said, and the one time it didn't work was my own fault because I was not prepared. I was not ready for the opportunity. I was not prepared. My mind was not ready for it, and I fucked up. I lost out on a lot of money, but you could always get back on the roller coaster and try again. So um, let's get right into it. Um, so I have six steps to su- six, six steps to success. Holy shit, that is hard to say. <laughs> six how now brown cow. Six steps to success. I gotta change that. That sucks. That sucks. To yeah, say. it's it's I it's very mediocre. I have to now. say, but <laughs> <laughs> it is super mediocre. Um, but um, I, it basically how to achieve any goal you want, and uh, you know, at first you 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 target it. Um, you you set fiscal and financial goals, but you can then use these steps for just about like anything in your life. It's just uh, a matter of like tapping into this weird subconscious area in your brain that like you never knew existed. And there's such strength and there's such power in there. And um, it, it's a tricky process and not everybody can execute it. And if it doesn't work, if these steps don't work, it, you are the problem that, that you are the reason that you are the problem. You are the reason it didn't work because they, they've worked for me 70, a 75% ratio of working and would have been 100 if I wasn't being a piece of shit is like, it's really good. So it's just, you really have to believe these steps. You have to kind of believe yourself. I There's a step I call brainwashing yourself. <laughs> so it's like, you it's literally like you are unwiring your fucking brain. You are unwiring yourself and like re, re-spitting out something new. And like, you can just get better and better and better at this. And like, uh, if you've heard us talk about, you know, just my experiences in life, uh, you know, a lot, my family calls me Ferris Bueller because I am just always in the right place at the right time. If you guys have never seen the movie, he is just a total asshole for one whole day and like just never gets caught, never gets in trouble and just is like slick, smooth and easy sailing. He's just in the right place at the right time. And he's just a man, right? Like Ferris Bueller is the fucking man because he's just uh, like, this, this guy is so smooth. You want him to get caught, but he's just so smooth and he never does. So, um, I always just, everybody always says, I just have this luck in my pocket. And this is kind of like my secret to that. You know, this is, this is what I've, this is, this is what I've done. So, and for um, anyone who hasn't tuned in before, doesn't actually know your story, just give a little, uh, overview of who you are and sort of, um, yeah, the details. All right. So let's, let's do the speed round. I wish we had like a timer that can like come (laughs) up so, so I don't fucking go on for 10 hours with this. So really quickly. Uh, have really humble beginnings. I grew up in a scrappy little surf drug outlet in the Hamptons. We're known as the armpit of the Hamptons called Hampton Bays. Uh, grew up with a really close knit group of friends, always getting in trouble. Um, just uh, when I turned 18, I got into sales, was very good at sales. And uh, I started selling solar panels. I got into real estate and uh, also got into social work on the side uh, just to kind of pay the bills when I wasn't making any money. Had a few lucky deals in real estate, struck gold there. Uh, created another business, did okay there, took a year off, COVID happened, then came back to social work. And I'm just, and now I'm here with NFTs and I'm just, I'm always moving and shaking. I'm always hustling. I'm always doing something. And no matter what I do is normally successful. And it's just, a, it's a mentality thing is why that's the case. And uh, it's just like, you can give me, literally, I can sell shit to a sewer and make it profitable, like in, in some way, shape or form. So that's just briefly a, a quick um, analysis on who I am. So I'm just a very much a go-getter. I am uh, 
financially, I'm always crunching numbers. I'm very good with money. I'm very good with just uh, allocating assets. I'm just very good at making nothing out of something and recycling it and spreading the wealth as well. Um, just been very lucky. I've been very blessed and I've been very lucky. And I often, when selling something, I don't even know half of what I'm selling. It's just me. It's you're buying me. You're buying Jack Davidson. Like you guys don't even realize it, but you're buying Jack Davidson. This is nothing new. Like the reason why Skull Kids was, I would like to think as like, yeah, my artwork's fucking sweet. Don't get me <laughs> wrong, but it's like you guys are buying Jack Davidson. You guys are buying the brand. Absolutely. Um, you know, at first when I was coming in here and I came as Dickers and I used to draw cartoon penises. That was my first project for all those who don't know. Uh, people were kind of like disturbed and they were weirded out and they, oh, I don't really like that. But then when I retell that story now at this level, people are like, that's so funny. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, no. Now, because you have fall, you have, you have fallen into my hip, you've fallen into my, my trap now. So now you love everything I do. And like, now the wieners are funny. Now you love them. And like, that's what I'm trying to teach you guys. Like, so these steps are going to teach you to kind of just have that, like, Joie de vivre, like you walk into a room, you fucking take control of that room. All eyes on you. That is it. You control control everything just from so these steps will will kind of teach you how to do that and apply that financially and then apply it to everything else in your life. Um, so that's me. I'm just a go-getter. I love to just I was telling Jeff today I, I should write a fucking book and uh I think I'd call it something like the art of bullshit because it's that it's that simple. It's that simple. It's like bullshit. Like it's like it's everybody can do it. If I can do it, if I can master it, everybody here can do it. So I would recommend either like we're going to have this rec recorded. You guys come into our discord if you guys want to take notes. But these steps are fucking critical um, and they are taken right out of the most major playbooks and just um, crafted into my own science that has worked for me. So uh, be a little open-minded when we go through these. Um, relax, take your shoes off. Um, make that front center of your brain mushy. Like just absorb what I'm going to say right now. Um, okay, so let's fucking get into it. So step one, the first step out of these six steps is fixating your mind on the exact dollar amount of money you desire. This is super important. Rather than just saying, I want to be rich, you must commit to an exact amount that you want to earn. You can do these. You can do these steps with multiple goals in your life. So don't get fixated on this uh, only working once. There is a mastery to these steps. So never undersell yourself at this step. Be, uh, this step is the foundation for like all entrepreneurs, right? So uh, it's crucial that you exclaim this step empathetically towards yourself and realistically towards yourself. Uh, you must believe that you will achieve this amount of money. So the first step is not just saying, mm, I, I just want so much money. No, you got to say, I want to make $100,000. But right here, I say never sell yourself short. So that was mine. My first one was $100,000. And, and now I'm like a hundred grand is nothing. So it's like I, and so now my appetite is larger and it's also my uh, dollar amount is no longer fiat currency. So isn't that funny how you know times change? So actually, when um, you started then, you set the 100,000. Where would you say you were at? So say someone wants to sort of calibrate, calibrate their goals, calibrate where they want to end up. Um, how did you look at it in terms of I was at this number and now 
six figures right. was a good number for me. So that was it. Six figures it was mm-hmm. my first, my first goal. I was like, Oh, if I could just make a hundred grand, right? Like the first goal, I'm 18, 19 years old. Oh, if I could just have one followed by five zeros in my bank account, I would be so happy. I would be okay. And then that comes and you're like, it's not a lot, <laughs> you know? And then, and then you, it is a lot. It is a lot. Oh, yeah. It is a lot, but not like, I should have dreamt bigger. So then the second goal, a little bit bigger. Third goal wasn't even a financial thing. And I just, I was able to transmute it, but don't even get into that until you've <laughs> mastered the uh, fa- the fundamentals here. But very critical to say, and don't under undersell, don't undersell yourself. So fixate on that amount. And it, does that mean seven digits? I don't know. You tell me, is it eight digits? Is it nine digits? Is it, is it generational wealth? Is it fucking 1% wealth? Like what? It's up to you. It's up to you. And uh, would you I'm say, you. would you say just money? Is money the only uh, sort of pin that works for this approach for you? No. Okay. So you you can you can place anything. It's just it's good to start with money because that's where you'll gain the confidence to then use it with other things in your life. Because when you do it right and the money happens, it's an actual thing in an exact dollar amount. Like crazy shit happens that like you'll get in one lump sitting and you're like, I can't believe I just pulled that off. Like this is literal magic. So like that Dune Road listing, my com- my commission was give or take off a few thousand dollars from that. And it's like after my splits and everything and you're like, how interesting is that? A, f- I, I, a few off of the 100K, do you mean? Uh, off of 100K, yes. And so wow. it was like, right, it's a little wild. And it's like, it wasn't exactly, but it was like, I I conjured that. So that's why the exact dollar amount. And it was like, fuck, I under, I undercut myself there, didn't I? Because there was three other real estate agents involved in that deal. So we had to cut that commission fucking three different ways. So it's like, maybe if I said "Mm, 300 grand, maybe it was only me and another agent. You know what I mean? It's like, so it, we'll, we'll get into it. I know it sounds a little like new agey and crazy, but just please be perceptive to it. Everybody listening right now, because it's gold. Trust me, trust me crazy i thought it was crazy at first too but just trust me trust me trust me i'm telling you and you got to believe it so like me and you also want to be like i said empathetically and realistic to yourself so another thing we're going to talk about is a time frame that's one of the steps you give yourself time so like don't be an asshole don't be like i'm gonna make a million bucks by next week it's like no dude that's not gonna happen you're just gonna let yourself down you know like set goals set a time span uh, a plan execute a plan these are all steps so um, but yes, I, I have used this many times. Uh, I, I replace dollar amount with something I desire. It's be- desire is the fuel for this entire engine. So it's like, you can really, you know, put anything in there and, you know, it, it, it should follow. But, uh, all right. So that's the first step. Make sure you, you commit to an amount and you're right. You, you just have, you have that exact dollar amount. Um, so the second step we have here, sorry if it sounds a little robotic because I'm reading uh, what I wrote, but um, so the second step I have here is this step is my favorite step because this is where 90% of you motherfuckers are going to fail. 90% of you. How many people you got in here? 20, something like that. Literally, most of you I won't make it past here. Um, it's the hardest one, but it's my favorite because it's the most uh, mentally liberating after you get past it. So uh what are you going to give back to get this money? So this is called the law of equivalent exchange. 
Um, and it's perhaps the most like powerful tool in this, in this step process, in this ritual. So uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with law of attraction, Murphy's law, you know, just uh, kind of stuff. It's like you think bad things are going to happen. Bad things will happen. You think good things are going to happen. Good things will happen. Law of attraction. You attract wealth. You attract good things. You attract good, 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 good. Never bad. You attract, you absorb all good things. Law of equivalent exchange is the same thing. Uh, it, it's the same type of thing. But um, this must be an honest self-reflection. You have to, in your own mind, you know, you, you what are your vices? Ask yourself. Uh, what do you love more than money? What do you love more than money? Right. What, what, what are what are things that you can think of that you love more than money? Um, what is holding you back because you love it so much? Right. These are things to ask yourself. Uh, this ritual requires like death of something. These steps require the death of something uh, in order to hatch a new opportunity. So preparation is important for the step because commitment is critical. If this pillar isn't executed properly, properly, there will never be a fair exchange for the money. Something that uh, I needed to give up personally in my life was ego. Uh, I, my ego used to be so big, so big. I couldn't even see, pay, I didn't even know who I was. That's how that gnarly my ego is. Disgusting, disgusting. And uh, it was the biggest hurdle in my life. Another thing was uh, I used to love to party. I, we used to just shovel cocaine in our noses. We used to just drink until our faces were blue until six in the morning, just party until our dicks fell off, dude. Like we just like, no, no, like it just disgusting. Um, so that was a big thing I used to do. I used to just numb mask pain with that. Um, I used to serial date too. I used to just uh, roll relationship into relationship. I used to break hearts. I used to just be like, not a great person. And all of these things were holding me back from a better version of myself. Something else that uh, was uh, pornography for a while, like that, that's a big thing, you know, for a lot of men, that's a huge vice. That's something that we find comfort in, um, that we, we really just like to focus on, that we, that we like to, you know, it's immediate. It's like shooting heroin for three seconds and it's attached to our body. You know, it's a huge thing in, in uh, that it's just so corrosive to your brain. So what are, the, what are your vices? Think about stuff like that. What holds you back? from being the best version of you. So uh, these were things that would interfere with my emotions and not allow me to execute my life properly. So this process can often be the most painful part of these steps because you're sacrificing things that bring, bring you comfort in order to earn, in order to earn more money. So does, does this mean also like this could be sacrificing stuff as like time? Like, are you giving up? Like, are you trading time? Does this mean getting, uh, extra hours at work? Like, are you picking up an extra, uh, an extra shift? Are you seeking a mentor? Are you going back to school to learn a new trait? Is your goal to be a doctor? You know, like, well, what, are, what is it? What are you giving up? What are you giving up to, to, to sacrifice that? Um, so what, whatever makes you uncomfortable giving up, this is something you must exchange. You must make an exact 180 pivot from that direction you're going in and never look back in return. Discomfort is growth, which we talked about it during the last space as well, that, you know, being in pain, like kind of is like a good place to be because you're growing um, and it allows you to be malleable for the change that will come. It'll allow you to be prepared for when uh, this opportunity like comes. So always very important to just self-reflect and give up exchange. I gave up my free time. I gave up partying with my friends. I, I gave up. I gave up just just taking just taking advantage of people. My ego so big so big and it's when that crumbles god you have like an identity crisis you don't even fucking know who you are and it's like the same kind of 
same mentality with like what the military does in boot camp. You know, they spend four weeks at boot camp is eight weeks. They spend four weeks kicking the shit out of you. So you go, I can't do anything right. You just told me to make my bed. And then you said it wasn't good enough. And then you made me run because of it. What the fuck? They do that because it's a game you can't win. And then those last four weeks, since you are, you're shaved, your head shaved, you don't even know you want to go home. You're not sure. You don't, you're not even thinking those last four weeks are designed to build you back into a soldier. So, cause you're like clay now you're broken. You have nothing. You have nothing. Right. So it's like, it's that same kind of processes. What are you going to, what are you going to give up? You know? Yeah. Do you feel like you uh, lost anything? So you listed some things that, um, like you said, they were your identity. Do you feel like that took away from you? Did you, do you look back, um, not, uh, maybe in, uh, what's the right way to put it, but essentially, do you look back thinking fondly on that? Like, oh, I miss those times? Or do you feel no. like you've moved past it? No. I get disgusted thinking about myself, mm. who I was before I started embarking on uh, this on this self-conscious journey, on, on kind of just being the best version of me. And uh, God, just the amount of things and people I just used and abused throughout the years just to get where I needed to go is just... You know, I found myself at the end of my rope too. rock bottom is a good place to be because it's either you sink or swim. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, so then that's when I was like, I kind of had that moment, which is also where I lost one of my opportunities because I was not in a good spot. And what was that rock bottom for you? So I was at the Bordy Barn, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with, but it is a world renowned bar that was grown. It's in Hampton Bays. It's a town uh, that the town that I grew up in. And it's this. 5,000 people, five to 10,000 people show up from across the tri-state area, from across the world. And it's this big open like tent. And it's all of our friends bartend there, all of our friends bounce there because we grew up there. So we don't pay for shit. We, we, you know, we get hooked up there, but it's dollar beers and it's chaos. And it's, they say they blast music from eighties, nineties and early 2k. And it's like, we, we, it's so disgusting there. I wear a bathing suit just so I don't have to wait online for the bathroom. So I can just piss myself and keep drinking. Like we, we strategically throw up so we can keep drinking. When I say you drink 50 beers that day, you were drinking 50 beers that day. And, um, we love it. We called it church because it was every Sunday. Right. So one day I come out of the bathroom after just snorting a bump and, uh, I was, I, I had just gotten out of like a really toxic relationship and I was hurting somebody else and I was just juggling people and drugs and stuff and I was selling drugs and I, I just didn't know where, like, why was I doing that? Like I had a great job. Like I was just like, just the ego, the ego, right? Like I wanted to be, I wanted to be that, the tough guy. I wanted to be the badass. I wanted to be, you, you know what I mean? So then, uh, I remember knowing what song was coming on next at the Bordy Barn and going, nobody else feels like this is Groundhog Day right now. <laughs> we got to break out of this matrix. You know, we got to do it. We got to do it. And and I'm watching my friends do the same thing that we always do. And like, don't get me wrong. I, you know, I, I have fun whenever we go there, but like, that was the moment. It was like, everything kind of went to slow motion for me. I was like, oh my God, I am such a piece of shit. That was the first thing I thought of. I was like, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. And then I, uh, I had a big opportunity and I, I, I lost the job because I was 
at rock bottom, I was too, I was too much in my, in my bag. I, I, I wasn't, I didn't show up to the, to the meeting I had with them um, because I was too in my bag and I lost that opportunity. But um, so sometimes it's, you know, the timing's a little weird, but uh, when you have that death of self moment, it is so liberating. There's nothing, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like the reality check because uh, I would never, you couldn't pay me to go back. I tell Marguerite all the time. Uh, I'm just like, I look at myself even just two years ago. I'm like, I don't even know who that person is. I don't even know who that person is. And uh, so always, always self-checking, self-sacrifice, you know, giving, get, what are you going to give in exchange for that success? So I gave it all up. I used to be, you know, the big dick in the locker room. It was just, I, I would always selling drugs, drinking beers, running the bars with my friends, like in our little hometown, big fish in a small bowl, thinking that I'm God's gift to the fucking universe. And then you find out God's not fucking real and you're a floating, you're a chimp, you're a hairless chimp on a floating rock in space. And then you're just like, wow, oh God, that's fucking heavy, dude. Like that's some heavy shit. And you have this reality check. And then, but then you start to reconstruct from there. And if you can find the strength to reconstruct, holy shit, what's on the other side of that is absolutely liberating. So that's why people fail here. Because what happens is people get to this point of change and they're, ah, I'm just going to go back to Bordy Barn and do blow. Because it, it makes me feel comfortable. 90% of, 90% of you are going to do that. So it's like not, not go back to doing cocaine at your local <laughs> bar, but just whatever your vice is. Whether that be, you know, like I always use working out as a, uh, you know, a medium to explain things. So like, ah, I'm just going to go get that crunch bar because I'm so tired of watching my carbs all week. And then you fucking blow it. You blow it when doing that. You, you blow it from your goal. You know, abs are made in the kitchen. You know, it's not, they're not made, they're not made in the gym. They're made in the kitchen. And it's like, you have to, you know, you have to commit to that. You have to, you have to make the 180 away from chocolate or cocaine or bad decisions or whatever's holding you back from growing. Um, that's the ultimate thing is whatever's holding you back from growing. It's just where we're, uh, putting it into the equation, uh, just for financial purposes. But like, that's really the ultimate part of that step is to, um, prepare a, yourself. Yeah. The self-development, personal development and trying right, to improve. Like yeah. I like looking at it as like 1% every day. If I can get a little bit better, just in some yes. tiny Amazing. bit, that compounds in an enormous fashion over time. Just if oh, we're yeah. always trying to move forward and just put just little bits, little bits, it doesn't have to be dramatic. We're not looking for an overnight change. I mean, an overnight change just isn't feasible. Change is difficult. It is yeah. so difficult. Oh, yeah. It's why we lean in, we day. lean into what feels good, you know? Right. And, but, but if we want to get somewhere, wherever we want, wherever that is, whether that is money, if it's freedom for me, all comes down to freedom. Like having the day job and sitting in a cubicle and all that stuff. I did that for a period, <clears throat> but it didn't work for me. It just, that was not the world that I functioned in. And I needed the freedom away from it. And that was, that was sort of my pin. Like this is, a, this is where I need to go. How do I get there? And mm -hmm. yeah, I think for everyone at all, it, it changes for everyone. But it is that, that personal development and that progress, that constant sort of scratching for more. And like I've always sort of said, to everyone, it would be their own thing. But to me, like the meaning of life is to sort of improve, to improve on yes. this like machine that I live in, that I was, yes. I was born in this little 
human, this, this machine, I want to improve as much as I possibly can for the limited time that I'm on this planet. That's, yes. that's my one goal in life. And yes. I think it's very important to, to try to move forward. We have our days, we fall back. It's so Absolutely. like, I've, I've done ahead. a lot. Yeah. I've done a lot of coaching around health and stuff. It's been a big time in like the, the health and wellness space. And I would always just say, you want to cook your next meal. I don't care if you're in McDonald's right now, you're at Wendy's, you're at the drive-thru, you're having this, that. Cook your next meal. There's no looking backwards. We're just looking forward and seeing, okay, how can I get that little tiny bit better in that next moment, in that next uh, part of my journey? I think it's valuable. So valuable. Because if, if you don't do that, it's just... So a part of this step, which we're not going to get into today, I well, a part of just this whole process is just you're going to be given opportunities. Like when you do this, it's like you're, I'm going to talk about vibrations and speaking out loud. Like I said, be a little open-minded. It's a little weird. I understand, but it's like, there is something out there that's gonna reward that. And I don't know if it's us that like we manifested ourselves, but it's like, be prepared for that moment. Like, don't be so up your own ass that you, you cannot, take the next step because yeah so so i have a little i have a little like opinion or perspective on that Mm -hmm. like i think a lot of it comes down to because this is the manifesting and all of that but i think what it is is we're thinking positively so we're thinking this is what i want this is the direction i want so we see the positive things in life we see that opportunity show up where Mm -hmm. when we're focused on the negative focused on the past and worrying about where we were and what we did and sort of what's going wrong I think then we see we see those things in our in our path. We we miss the things that are that are good that are already laid out mm-hmm. in front of us that mm-hmm. that we just we can't see it. We can't get past our own blinders. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's definitely another perspective to to look at with that because it's uh, this step is just so critical. And it's like now that I'm on the other side of the fence, it's uh, Jeff and I were talking today and he described, he was using, he brought up ayahuasca and like ayahuasca is like essentially like something that is like this on fucking steroids. <laughs> like that ayahuasca is like, you know, just you dematerialize and like you come back a different, but it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful fucking thing. You get these doctors from LA that make 500 grand a year. They take a fucking weekend in the Amazon doing some psychedelics and then they they stay there. They're like, I'm going to become a shaman now. Fuck my family and <laughs> and my 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 five hundred thousand dollar a year job. I'm going to fucking be a shaman in the Amazon. There's something special about like, you know what I mean? Like, there's something special about that. So this is that same kind of thing where it's just you're submitting, you're submitting, you know, your vices. Like, give something up. Law of equivalent exchange. Some, something doesn't come from nothing. You got to get. You got to give. Something's got to get. You got to give. You got to pay the man. You got to pay the toll. You got You just got to, you got to go. So third step, very important as well. Uh, it's establishing a date. So uh, this is super critical. Procrastination is the leading cause and failure. We're all guilty of it. I do it daily. We all do it. It's, you just can't, you can't ever fight it, but it's a matter of management. It's procrastination management. So uh, this is a constant struggle, but giving yourself exact dates or at least like a, a date range, like within a week, could be a month, months pushing it, but do like a week uh, to really like, so you could really see the dartboard effect, like where you hit the bullseye and you're like, fuck, I made a hundred grand in this week, like crazy. So um, let me see, where is it? Uh, or at least a week uh, that you'd want to see these goals happen in. So uh, there's no better time than now and establishing the end date 
makes makes you take action. It will activate like underlying pressure on your subconscious, which is like kind of what you want. You're working your subconscious right now with a lot of this stuff with these steps. And um, so establishing that date, uh, it, it kind of puts pressure on it to, to start the process. You're always going to start thinking about it. And uh, the, the, the final step will show how this all ties together. Um, where it really, really like imprints in your brain, where it really, really will work the subconscious. But uh, so, like I said, procrastination is one of the worst things you could do for yourself. You got to keep moving even when you don't feel like it. If you feel that you can't give 100%, like still give your maximum effort if it's not 100%. They just never stop moving. Never stop moving. Be like a shark. Sharks die when they stop moving. Don't like always keep moving. Always keep fucking moving. You just get to the next door. Keep knocking. Like you just keep moving. You don't stop fucking moving. So, uh, you just never stop swimming. You never stop crunching numbers or ideas and you train your brain to do this. And like, it, uh, just condition your mind to work. Even when you're, when, when you're sleeping, saturate your brain and your goals, uh, give yourself an appropriate amount of time to achieve this though. You know, for example, like I mentioned being a doctor, like if you, if I made the decision, I want to be a doctor tomorrow, not gonna happen. I gotta have 10 years of school. I gotta invest probably around $300,000 into a fucking degree. I gotta, there's a lot of shit that happens, but it's probably like a 10, 12 year process. And it's like, I got to commit to that. If I want that, I got to commit to that. So I would put my time frame just to be a little safe. I'd probably give myself 12 years from now. Cause I know I take a little bit longer in school. So it's like 12 years from now. What is that? 2024, 2024. Is that what? The, no, 2034. <laughs> but it is, yeah. Already 22, which is crazy. Right. Right. So 2034. And like, that's so far away, but how bad do you want it? How hungry are you? You know, well, how also, bad do you want that? then you can break it down. So, okay, this is what I want right now today. Sub goals. Honestly, mm -hmm. who do you know? Who are you going to be tomorrow, next year, next month, whatever it is. But yes, having some sort of sub goal in there, some sort of vision of, I am going to pursue this. I'm moving down this path, but also having the flexibility, I think is important mm -hmm. to... Mm -hmm reflect i mean we're talking about reflection and uh personal development and all of this and reflect on how you're feeling now like okay yeah. let's say it was 2000 uh whatever what year is it now? 2018 you decided i want to be a doctor now we're 2022 are you on that path that you want to be on like is this where you want to go i think that's important as well because maybe that goal has just shifted so now six months from now 12 months from now like, I know this is a lot about NFTs, like this space, this is what we're talking about, but this really just applies to everything. But right. maybe NFTs is, maybe your uh, central tenet of what you want is freedom. Like just sort of like me, like where I was at. And maybe NFTs are that path. And you're like, okay, how am I going to get there? I make X amount a year. I need to make it, or maybe my expenses are X a year. So I need to make at least X plus some other number. How do I reverse engineer that? That's so much a year, so much a month. So much a week, so much a day even. And breaking things down like that give you these even smaller goals, really step-by-step step, like, okay, once I can start making... Day-by-day. Day. Exactly. Once I can start making $20 a week, then I know I'm on a path. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to jump that up. Let's make 200 whatever it is, whatever your numbers are. But I think really breaking that out, breaking that down. And yeah, like you said, it's day-by-day, step-by-step. That's just what it My, takes. Micro, micro and macro goals exactly. is, is where you, you you have your macro, your end game, and then you have your how do you get to the end game, the game plan. So what's driving that vehicle, which is I, I, I have that in other steps, like just even mm -hmm. what you were saying, which is like 
doesn't need to just be NFTs. It's fucking, you want to do a food truck. You want to do a, you want to be a doctor. You want to fucking whatever. You know, it's the same. It's, this is the equations. This is the, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. You just got to do it. You just got to fucking put yourself out there. You know, what do you got to lose? You got fucking nothing to lose, uh-huh. you know? So, uh, and I'm going to step out for one second. You just keep mm-hmm. going. I'll be right back. Cool. So, um, let's see. We were at the fourth step, uh, which we have right here is creating a solid plan. So, uh, create a solid plan, a plan, and make sure you fucking execute it. Like literally, I just said uh, that. What I, what is the vehicle you are planning on dry uh, on driving to procure your riches? You know, like are you? Uh, my my first example was uh, solar panels, then real estate, then marketing, and now NFTs. So um, I've had many different endeavors that I've been successful in, and it's just like I said, you're buying Jack Davidson, but like I'm executing. Uh, the plans that I'm putting in for each one of these, these things. So um, like I said before, I have success three out of four times. And uh, the only time I had failure was my own fault because I was going through a really rough period in my life and missed opportunities that were laid out in front of me. Uh, A plan is always important, but action is uh, the most important. So to climb the mountain, you must take the first step. And if you don't ever do that, uh, you'll never get to the next step and so on and so forth. So what is it that you want to do? What is your dream career? What is the vessel that you're going to use to pilot the ship to financial freedom? So then I wrote, you know, see the previous step because you may have to adjust the time frame for this. But uh, so fucking important. Make a plan. What is the plan? So, like, for example, if your plan is to be an NFT artist or create an NFT project. Where do you start? What's your fucking plan, dude? Like, I didn't, I, you know, I, I was baptized by fire. I, I you know, I, I, I just have general business plans and general business ideas, so I know how to execute. But from the from the newbie point of view, like, how the fuck, what do you do? What do you do? So uh, you get started. You know, it's the first thing is to get started and to execute that plan. So uh, what would the plan be? What would my plan be if I wanted to start an NFT project brand new? I'd probably start on YouTube. That's the beginning of my plan. And just my plan would be setting up OpenSea to MetaMask. And then what's the plan after that? Paying your OpenSea fees. It's like those, you know, you, you execute this plan. Here's here's the roadmap for my project. Well, Jeff and I don't believe in roadmaps, but like, uh, like what's your what's your vision? What's the art vision? What's the story? What's the lore? Like map it out, like fucking make something special and then build a skeleton, build the plan, build a skeleton and add add layers onto that skeleton you know what's really fun intended. like that's a well, great yeah a great metaphor because yours is literally <laughs> a base skeleton that you would draw yeah. on top of and that is such a yeah, funny, like a right? visual representation because yeah. yeah you built the skeleton stuck with it kept going and refining and doing all these things adding the runes adding the layers the depth to the system to the gamification right. to the project to make people really love it who already right. loved you and what you were doing and yeah, it's so valuable. Just everything builds. It, yeah, right. So then it's, it, it's so execute that plan. Like when I first came out with Skull Kids, I always had the idea to augment. I just didn't, I didn't even know that was going to be considered utility. Like, so, so explain what, what that I is for anyone who doesn't know. Cutting edge. So uh, with Skull Kids, we have an augmenting system where it's like you hold a base Skull Kid, then I'll drop an elemental rune. If you win the rune, you can then use the rune on your Skull Kid and I'll redraw the Skull Kid uh it, it, depending on that uh element that you got so um it just makes a really customizable fun experience for your skull kid like just to see it in a different light you know uh it, we do some crazy different types of runes but like i always had that idea and it was funny because when i was doing it like i said it was like 
this is crazy utility. I was like, oh, this is what utility is? I had no idea. Literally, I was like, oh, okay, great. And then I was like super cutting edge for something on accident. And like, so that wasn't a part of the plan, but I always kind of knew I wanted, I wasn't sure what the plan was, but I knew I had to map something out. And the plan changes every day, but it's just, it's fine if it changes every day, but like have a direction, you know, you have to, what's the vehicle? What's the car you're driving in? What is the direction you're driving in? For example, a, a real estate agent, you want to be a realtor. Where does that start? Okay. You probably Google literally where it starts is how to become a real estate agent. You click some dumbass wiki how article that makes it seem a lot easier than it is. Then you find out I got to go get licensed. Then you find out to get licensed to 65 hour course. You go to the 65 hour course. You then find out you have to get a 70 on that test. Then you have to go past state licensing. Then you past state licensing i failed my first time as 19 years old i don't know what a fucking fanny sally may <laughs> taking law law questions on a real estate exam i had to take it twice but then you pass you get certified and then you go to the board of realtors you get your id you get your license you get everything and then what's next okay like how do i make money using this thing you find a broker a broker willing to teach you you don't get salary you only commission you got to go out you got to hunt for your meals how do you hunt for your meals now i have a broker that's taking half of my commission how do i then do that okay he has to teach me i have to go do open houses i have to go knock until my fucking knuckles are white i gotta come back with something to the office i gotta show my worth i gotta show my weight as a broker i gotta show my weight as an agent so then all right what's next i've been an agent for 10 years now i want to be a broker i gotta go take the broker's test now i take a broker's test now it's my now i'm at the head you see it's a plan and it just starts with literally one thing and it's like you have to in order to execute that to get to that you have to take these steps one foot in front of the other day by day you got to take these steps but with that macro end goal at the end of it like you have to always think dude when i so when i used to like box and i, I was really like i was really really shredded at one point i was probably like around like 155 pounds i felt like a fucking bobblehead and i remember waking up and doing like an hour of cardio another and then at 7 to 9 p.m i would do another two hours of cardio and then i'd get up in the morning again do another hour of cardio i was doing like three hours of fucking boxing cardio kettlebell workouts i was a fucking machine but then i there were days when i was just like dude i just want a fucking cheeseburger and i i would literally like sit in my bed and just like pretend like i was tasting it in my mouth so i wouldn't go buy it and i know that sounds crazy and it looks crazy but i had the macro goal I had the macro goal and I wasn't going to let that kind of get in the way. I use dieting as a reference a lot because it's very hard for me to do. Mm -hmm. It's very hard for me. You're not alone in that. That is, it is so difficult. And, and so I always use that as an analogy because it is something I struggle with and it's not necessarily eating clean. I, I, I can eat clean. I know my macros. I know my micros. I know how to get where I want to go. I'm rocking a sweet dad bod right now, but I know, <laughs> I know where I, how to get what I want, but it's a matter of eating at the right time. I don't have an appetite all day. I don't get hungry until now. Isn't it horrible? I don't, you know, and that goes with my sleep schedule. So then here's my plan. <laughs> so here, I'll show you. I have these dumb sunglasses because I, my sleep schedule is all messed up. So I got these sunglasses. You guys can't see me nice. right now. That these are supposed to reset my circadian rhythm and I... make me sleepy. Yeah, so I, I do exactly that. I don't have them right now, but I always had the orange, the blue blockers, the old okay, school blue yeah. blockers, the orange Dude, glasses. These are so fucking legit. They make <laughs> me sleepy. So like I, I use these, right? And like 
I, I, I want to well, make I, this the thumbnail. This is just perfect. Yeah, anyone dude, listening, <laughs> anyone listening like live right now, this is also going out on YouTube tomorrow and there is a video portion of it. And so, yeah, you could, you could see Jack in his uh, red, orange glasses and all their <laughs> glory. Like snowboarding goggles and it makes everything like dark, right? So I notice like my eating is fucked up because of my sleep my sleep schedule. I'm crazy. My breakfast is like now, dude. Like I like, so in years of doing that, it, it just messes with your body. And like, I just am not hungry all day and it sucks. And I have to be, I want to, I fast all the time, but I, at the wrong times. And it, it's just so bad on your just circadian rhythm. So what was my plan? Cause I wanted to eat healthy. I had to figure it out. I had to take it at the root. Went back, figured out it was my sleep, went and bought these dumb fucking things to try to. So it's okay to, to read. Ah, my eyes have to figure it out. Here, put them uh, back on for a second. I need to take a screenshot. I'm going to pop yeah, it. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to pop this in the uh, thread that's pinned at the top yeah, so you guys can it. see uh, exactly what. They're legit. They're, they're like 150 bucks. They're legit. Like, <laughs> those things are fucking. They're badass. But um, yeah, so. Uh, wow, my eyes are still adjusting. But yeah. so I, I, that it's always a struggle for me to diet. You know, it's so easy. Like Marguerite and I were the worst. At like 11 p.m., we'll be like, "Ah, oh, do you want to go get 7-Eleven? Like, I should get fucking candy. Fuck it." And then like, it, it, I lose sight. So I, I want to let you know. Also, like these steps in a perfect world, like you're human. You're gonna fuck up. But like, as long as you're all right, all right, all right. I'm got. I'm, I'm getting right back on the horse. I'm not staying here for a while. You know, it's it's all right. But make sure you have a plan. Make sure you have something mapped out, like a direction you're gonna you're gonna head in. Yeah, as I you were describing so. it, I I was just thinking about a sand timer, because really, like we're at the bottom of that sand timer. Like yeah. we are, we are the bottom. The bottom comprises us. Little little bits of sand are falling through every day, and just building up as we're progressing, building up our base, and eventually we're just this pile of all these millions and millions of pieces making up who we are and where we are on this journey we're at this point in the journey because of every piece below good and bad like the days that were bad the days that were good the moments that were good the moments that were bad all of it builds up that pile of who we are and where we're going and it's it's necessary for us to get all the way there yeah yeah they, I, I wrote something you were up mm -hmm. uh but i'll repeat it so i said to climb the mountain you must take your first step and if you don't do that and never take the next step you just never get to the top of the mountain so it's like it's it's just that day by day like don't let failure stop you you know because mm -hmm. it, it will happen it's inevitable it will happen but it, it's it's rolling it's being relentless it's getting back up it's after getting your ass kicked you got to get back up got to get back on it get back on that macro goal fuck up your micro goals not your macro not your macro goal you know what i mean you know what i'm saying mm-hmm Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's better. It's better to to have one cheat meal than fucking three weeks of it and just throw your entire. You know what I mean? For sure. So it's just bad. You know. Um, so then let's see what else we got here. We got uh, step five. So step five. Um, probably these last two steps are probably the most important in my opinion because um, this is how you really brainwash yourself. So writing it down. You write down these fucking steps, dude. So putting your ideas down physically on a piece of paper is the first step to like manifesting your desires. Um, there's something about taking ink and permanently taking the action. There's something ritualistic about it and writing it on a piece of paper that makes it very permanent. Um, it allows our subconscious to like 
regurgitate it out instead of just floating around in our brain, right? So it allows you to visually see it and say, okay, this is, I now have a clear, I, this is the first step to my plan. This is the first, this is literally the blueprint. This is literally the document that is going to lead me to victory. And, um, so there's, uh, let me see, where was I? It allows your subconscious to focus on it significantly more than just allowing it to free, uh, float freely in your brain. So I find so many people that I know, um, that allow thoughts like, oh, I just want enough money to pay my rent. Oh, I just want a retirement. I just want enough to pay my student loans off. I just want to survive. And then they allow that to ruminate in their heads and that's who they become. That's what they manifest. And they manifest these fucking mediocre meatballs of people that just like are just going to rot in this, in their living in the matrix. They're going to rot there 50 grand a year. They're going to rot there. Not bad. You can make pay your bills with it, but like there's so much more for you out there. They and whatever that number check is, I check whatever that number is, be less. It could be more. It could be, it, it, it's, it's, um, it's more the mentality actually than it is anything financially. It's putting yourself in that cage. So I find, uh, when you write it down is, is, uh, it, it's critical. So you write each step down. This is, I have this in bold letters right now. So you write each step down in a clear and concise statement. Steps one through five should be numbered and written down in a list. And you will memorize this. You will memorize this and memorize this probably within five or six days. Um, Writing this down will allow your subconscious to attach yourself to the statement. You're not even realizing what's going on, but you you are downloading. Your brain is downloading this. You're writing it. You're downloading it, right? So then um, the sixth step is probably where it's all wrapped together, where this all will make sense in a little bit. And this is like brainwashing yourself. <laughs> and like this is my favorite part because it's so funny how I almost want anybody that plans on doing this. Um, I want you to record yourself every time you say once a day, record yourself once a day saying it, it'd be so sick to make a, a compilation of this with people like that would do this. And so your first day, you're, well, not your first day, you're supposed to do it just until you do, until you do it, but you read the statement steps one through five out loud, two times in the morning, one time before you eat each meal, like you're praying. And then two times before you go to bed. Every day, religiously, you do it. And what's funny is, is when you first start, it's kind of like you, you, you're you judging yourself. You're like, look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, step one, I want to make $1 million. And you're kind of like, this is so dumb. And then over time, you start to you brainwash yourself and you start to believe it and you have it memorized. Like, you know, like, and then you're like, step one, I'm going to make a million dollars. It stops, it stops, the tone starts to, the narrative starts to change and you start to believe it a little bit. You go, I'm going to make a million dollars. I'm going to make a million dollars within 10 years. I'm going to make a million dollars within 10 years. And here's my plan to execute it. And you walk through each step and it makes you commit. It, it saturates that subconscious. And you just, you fucking are brainwashing yourself. You don't even realizing it by saying it out loud. Your, your subconscious is like digesting it. And then you regurgitate it. Good stuff. Say good things out of your mouth. You speak in absolutes. I will. I can. You don't say maybe. I hope so. You delete that shit out of your vocabulary. I am going to. This will happen when I make. You speak in absolutes always. So when you, you, you say you have to say this with confidence and you have to say it clearly and you have to say it loud and you must believe what you are saying. 
Because if you don't believe it, it's not going to happen. And uh, like I said, you may not believe what you're saying at first, but I've done this method with a 75% success ratio. And the 25% that I didn't win was because of me. And I knew it was because of me. I willfully chose to be a piece of shit. And uh, if you have a burning desire to accumulate wealth, then you will have no problem in convincing yourself that you will attain it, right? Right? You believe you're going to be rich. You see it. You see it. You can taste it. You can smell it. Then you should have no problem thinking that you're going to get it. That was my thing. I always knew I was going to be rich. I just wasn't sure what pilot, what vehicle I was going to drive to get there. That's why. Get Fucking give me some shit. Let's sell it to the sewer, bro. <laughs> Yeah, you not know, to say like, you're I, done either. Like you're not at a point where you're done. This I'm, is just I will die I will die before I am done. I will always <laughs> have my hand in something. Uh-huh. Always. Always. I'm not even I don't even have an active New York State real estate license and I'm on Zillow 30 hours a day. Like I I'm constantly I'm looking at what's popping up, who's this, still texting my real estate buddies. Like I I am just always moving shit. Always moving and shaking me. So that and all right, so where where was I here? So uh it's critical that you write this on sticky notes too. You're going to write it everywhere, not just once. You write it everywhere. So sticky notes are big. So uh, right now, above my desk right here, you, you can't see it, but above my webcam, I would have one sticky note here of those six goals. I have a sticky note on my ceiling, so it's the first thing I see when I wake up and the last thing I see before I go to bed. I have it in my mirror when I'm brushing my teeth. So even when I'm not saying it out loud, I, I'm – I, I, in my mind, I'm saying while I'm brushing my teeth, I am going to make a million dollars. I am going to do this. It's going to happen within so-and-so spit in the sink. It's going to happen to so-and-so. You know, it's like before you know it, years pass and then you've mastered this fucking trade. I have it in my car visor. I've had him in my car visor. I've had him. The goal is everywhere. My wallet first thing when it. So you're like, huh, I can't fucking run from it, dude. This is going to happen to me. I can't run from it. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. I'm drawing it in. It's going to happen. So I've gotten so good at this. I have mastered this so perfectly that I can do this very quickly now. The first one took me years to, you know, and troubleshooting and stuff, but I can do this with just about anything. Um, people, you can manifest you know, anything, right place, right time. It's just, it's just putting that luck in your pocket. It's being at the right, it's manifesting your, your, your dreams, your wildest dreams. You can do that. You can definitely do that. You just, you just have to, you got, you gotta, you gotta submit to yourself and you gotta trust the process and you gotta brainwash yourself. So you submit to yourself, you murder yourself basically. And then you rebuild, you rebrainwash yourself with these new positive things. You speak in absolutes and like, this method has worked for me flawlessly. When I wanted to give up walking on doing roads, sweating my dick off 90 degree weather in the summer in a fucking suit like an idiot trying to cover my tattoos with good door knocking on doors. Hour three, you start to, do I really want to be a real estate agent? Come on. I could just sell some weed and be fine. Probably make so much money doing that. I don't need to do this. I'm 20 years old. I shouldn't even have a fucking career. This sucks. I'm getting told no all the fucking time. This blows. You start to question, you start to, you know, you start to fuck, but you, now you can think those things, but like, I still put another foot in front of the other and I still went to knock on that door and still got another fucking no. And then just kept going and going and going and going. And then over time, those moments where you're starting to question yourself, you kind of find this like strength in it 
where it's like I I find this pessimistic narrative in my head like often like but, but it's comedic and like it allows me to get through it where I'm like whatever dude like what do I got to lose literally where it's just like just can't just fucking do it don't be a weenie get up there knock on the door like it's all right what do you got to lose so I um what have you got to lose time. is a good uh just sort of calibration because yeah. like what's the worst that can happen what do you have to lose like it's it's a way to look at so much of life and really just be like no there's what's at stake like i feel like we're all worried about what, what people think what people mm-hmm. think about how we're dressed how we're walking how we're standing how we're doing this mm-hmm. no one notices no one notices us like we're no worried about notices. ourselves the same way they're worried about themselves no one's looking at us thinking about like us like we're expecting hit me with that one more time yeah like just repeat that one more time yeah we're so digest that yeah we are so in our own heads usually worried about what other people think and yes like just looking at it like you said like what's the worst that can happen what's what what do i have to lose doing this most people aren't even paying attention to us you're walking down the street wearing whatever you're wearing and self-conscious like oh everyone's looking at me everyone's like laughing or pointing or thinking this or that in actuality everyone is in their own head thinking basically the same thing and no one even sees you absolutely and hang on i got a tiktok that (laughs) oh we lost you yeah i can't hear you right now saying that he goes like okay oh you can't hear me no 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 now i can hear you oh okay you can hear me before but uh the tiktok was some guy saying something along the lines of just like dude take a breath like nobody gives a fuck like it's all right like go on and i'm like that's so true that made me feel so much better in that moment i'm just you know it's so funny how we always do that we always do that too we're, we're also super hard on ourselves it's just natural mm-hmm. it's natural we're just uh you know we're interesting we're interesting little things so uh but i it, i have these steps mastered to the point where is margarita in here she's gonna she's gonna get annoyed with me saying yeah there she is <laughs> she is hey babe um so um well no she she's there she this is the reason why she thinks i'm so hot so she uh it was just i always i have these steps mastered to the point where it's like not even just financial anymore but it's with like i can look at a person and i'm just like (laughs) ah yes okay and i just know how to just just completely like I don't know how to say this without sounding like a psycho, but like <laughs> completely just like, um, like get that person to give everything I want out of that person. And I don't mean to sound manipulative and crazy, but like, it's just a talent where it's like, I can convince, like, that's why I'm phenomenal at sales. It's just like, I have a, such a perfect delivery and it's like, I could smell a person. I could see, I could just easily be every, every man you need me to be every person you need me to be, but still be me and mm-hmm. not be unorganic. And like, when you master these steps and you're just, you're, you're, you stop using it financially. That's when the real magic happens because like, that's when you really are lucky. And when I say lucky, I mean like, constantly right place right time like it's so funny like i laugh at myself sometimes like how just randomly like it is just i i i'm the main character you know marguerite you're the main character too she always gets mad at me she's like (laughs) yeah it's your movie well you know she gets so fucking mad at me but you're the main character too we're all the main characters it's just a matter of like 
utilizing that energy, utilize that fucking energy. And then when you master it, it's like really a force to fucking be reckoned with. Like it's, I wonder all the politicians that use kind of stuff like this. Like I wonder all the, the people that have like a lot of uh, power and a lot of move, like, you know, it's just, you know, I don't know if you ever read the book, the art of war, 50, 50 laws of power, you know, like just different mm-hmm. types of strategic books, you know, you mix some of that, mix a little bit of this, mix a little bit of that. It's like, you kind of can, take over the world <laughs> you know what i mean like you can really you can do some damage with this with these it's not just financial success it's it's success in in everything you do whether it be drawing cartoon dicks or if you're selling empanadas on the side of the fucking road you know what i mean oh, yeah. like i've got i've gotten so good at these steps i've gotten so good at these steps i'll share a quick story with you I man, we just, I constantly just manifest like everything successfully in my life. Like if I'm like five dollars short, often I'll be like, "Fuck, dude, five bucks! I don't have five bucks on me." Go check my car. I have five bucks. I'm like, <laughs> so did you ever watch Seinfeld? No, oh, it's on my list. Okay, it's on my list. There is an episode, basically that Jerry is even Steven. Everything works out for him. So okay. like. He has one friend who's in a good mood, one friend who's not in a good mood. He he has a he loses his girlfriend, like they they break up, he finds a new one, like all these things keep happening. Yeah. Elaine looks at him. He has like twenty bucks in his hand while he's talking. She's like, I want to test this. She grabs it, opens the window, chucks it out the window. And he's like, What the fuck? He doesn't swear on the show, but he's like, What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then the show goes on, it just keeps rolling, these things keep happening, everything works out. Sure enough, George walks in the door and he's like, you never believe this. I just found 20 bucks and like yeah, yeah, everything yeah. coming full circle. But like yeah. it's, it's exactly what you're saying. And it does. It feels like that just happens for some people. And you can look at that and be like, they have it so lucky. Yeah, They're much more better off than I am. I am poor me. Like, why can't I have their luck? Why can't I have the opportunity that they have? Because they're thinking that. That's why. But yeah, a lot of times it's mm-hmm. there's there's so much, there's so many different variables. But at the same time, oh, you yeah. have to see yeah. that opportunity. You have to yeah. look for the good in life in yeah. general, even just listen happiness. For the knock. You listen. You listen for the knock. Opportunity knocks constantly, every corner. Right now, it's knocking. Uh-huh. Right now, somewhere, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, that force is right there. It's right fucking there. And 90% of you guys will never even hear the knock. It's right there. It's right there. But another a story, Marg, I know I've never shared this perspective with you of it, but one time Marguerite and I, we were driving up from Florida. Marguerite is my fantastic, wonderful girlfriend. She's in here right now. Her name's Rosio. Um, we were coming up from Florida and uh, we have a little dog. He's our little son. His name is Tuna. I fucking love that animal. I would give both of my testicles for him if I needed to. Um, he has both of his still, so we don't need to do that. We're never getting him neutered, Marguerite, by the way. But uh, anyway, so um, so we were on the highway, right? In the middle of bum tits, Virginia, dude. Like, what was it, Marg? Like, 1 a.m.? Give me a like if you're listening. 1 a.m., something like that. Something fucking weird. Like, some weird time frame. And... Uh, Bum fuck. No lights on the road. The highway. Her, we're driving her car. Her tire flies off the car. We're stuck. All of our shit. We're moving back from from fucking. No, were we moving, Mark? Or we were? I don't remember. We were. 
it was either when we were moving back from Florida or we were just in, our, in the middle of a road trip for like Thanksgiving, but we had the dog with us. We're from New York. Southerners don't take kindly to, to, to <laughs> us, you know, kind of stuff. And like, so we, uh, I'm just kidding, whoever's from the South here, it, but it kind of got a little deliverance. He had a second. So pitch black, we're on the side of this highway. Uber doesn't, can't come pick us up. The closest town is like 10, 15 miles away. And like there was no tow trucks, two in the morning, weren't coming. They weren't picking up the phones. Nothing was happening. We were trying. We were shitting our pants. We were like, what do we do? In the middle of fucking Virginia. Eventually, tow truck comes in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Tow truck picks us up. They We go to GPS to, a, to this hotel, this random, the closest one we can find. Takes us through this dark-ass neighborhood. No lights, trailers everywhere. The guy that was driving the fucking truck, he, like, looked at Marguerite and I. He was so cool, like, didn't care. Like, Tuna was with us. You know how many guys are like, we don't do dogs in a tow truck. We called a few. Like, we were like, fuck, I, I will die for this dog. Like, I will die on the side of the road for this dog. Like, so then we got to this. Uh, we're driving through this neighborhood, and the guy who's driving the tow truck, awesome guy. He was so cool. Uh, he He was looking at us. He was like, I keep pulling up to this address that it's bringing me to and there's no hotel. It's pitch black. He's like, and I just know this area and it's just, you we're not in a good place. Like I don't even want to park. We're in, we're not a good place. And I was like, what are the odds that we are just in this situation for free? This tow truck drives us like another 15 miles out of the way to bring us to safety. Super sketchy motel, but it was at least lights. There was a gas station. There was everything. And although in the moment it's like you're panicking and you're like, fuck, dude, it's like I always like I know if I if I just close my eyes and, and I and I and I fucking charge up enough, like I'll find I'll, I'll summon that luck. I'll summon the Ferris Bueller luck I'll, and it'll be like ding, and it might not come in the most <laughs> easy way because I might be a little stressed. But like, I don't know. It's just always right place, right time. And it, it's just. Man, y'all got y'all got to learn how to 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 do it start with business start with sales so you can see it in an equation with math so you can prove that it's true and true in your life and set yourself financially free and then the real magic happens when you start when you're able to summon tow trucks in the middle of the night in fucking <laughs> bum tits virginia where you're hearing banjos playing in the back you know i'm a cute looking puerto rican guy that uh you know, I don't know. I got my whole family. I got my lovely girlfriend. I got my dog in the car. We got my fucking PlayStation in the car too. Like I got shit to lose. So it's like, I, I, not today, <gasps> Ding! you know, it's like you have to, I'm able to get it quick. now. I'm able to get it quick. I'm almost able to, to get it quick enough during conversations now where I can, if I see someone, something not going a certain way, in a conversation that I'm having with somebody, I can use these steps, manifest in my own way, take the steering wheel and completely take the conversation in another way. Just take it right out of people's hands and they don't even realize I'm doing it. And it's, uh, it sounds super evil, but it's not, I swear to God. It's like, you know, use it, use your shit for good, but it's, um, no, there's definitely, uh, there's some shit out there that, that you can you can utilize. It's just a matter of executing it, being consistent, and not being so open that mind up. Be perceptive to it. I also feel like that depth of self step, that growth kind of helps 
it prevents using this for things that aren't that great. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, definitely. What, I, what I do know is that any good entrepreneur, any body, they use this. These these steps, a lot of these are taken from uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. That is a timeless book that the most successful minds in the world have fucking read. Mm-hmm. Henry Ford, fucking, you know, you're, you're talking... It's like a hundred years old, but it's still valuable. Uh, monopoly men. Uh-huh. I have, you know, it's like it's a it's a tome. It's a tome. This thing's a. I, I read it like a fucking Bible. These six steps are in there. You know, I just put my own twist on them over the years because I've been able to perfect it. But these six steps are are are, are in them. You know, yeah. every every fundamental every fundamental self help book, every you know all that bullshit that that's out there. This is the core of it. It's the same present wrapped up and sold. Gary V, all this. This is a, this is this is it. This is the secret. They're just not breaking it down. I'm looking at my Word document right now. I have this thing mapped out so nicely. It, you know, you have to pay for that. You have to you have to go out and people don't even. They, I, I don't know. I just feel like this is something that everybody can utilize, and it's like nothing. I, maybe I'm just a little bit more social and I'm good at talking to people, so maybe it just seems like this is. Oh, it only works for me. This is just the way I, I drive it. This is the way I pilot it. This can look different for so many people, mm-hmm. but you can do it. And when you master it, you just get real good. I, I no longer really feel like ever depressed or sad. I get in my bag. Don't get me wrong. I get upset with the circumstances in my life. But I, I this these steps have taught me to kind of like really get control of my thoughts and my brain and what's important and how to pull myself out of, of bad situations too. Like I know sometimes when I've been at a rock bottom, I plan out a new six steps and I immediately, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. It's all coming together. And then like, I start to feel better. And then like, I start to build off. What if those six steps are just like, I no longer want to feel depressed. That's your finite goal, right? I no longer want to be depressed. I want I want chemicals in my brain to feel normal. How are you going to do that? Well, I don't know. I should probably give up things that deplete my serotonin. Maybe I shouldn't be on my phone 17 hours a fucking day. Maybe I should eat a little bit cleaner, put some vegetables in my body. I don't know. See a therapist that probably could help. Maybe I need to take Prozac. Maybe I need to take something to help me with it. You know, it's like that. Those could be those steps. It's just a matter of executing, you know, fill in the blank. But this is, you know, with NFTs, entrepreneurial money, you know, whatever. But like, this is, you know, this is how you do it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that's good. I think we should, uh, if anyone has any questions, wanted to jump up, like, I'd love to know where you're at, what you're uh, pushing towards and really what your goals are. Like, I know not everyone wants to speak, but I see like XIL Ambition in here and I know you're working on something big. If anyone wants to, just hit that uh, that request button. We're probably going to stick around for a few more minutes. But um, yeah, as always, we really appreciate all of you tuning in, sticking around, hanging out, and like the sharing. I see a bunch of notifications and everything. Like It really means a lot. We appreciate your time mm-hmm. that you give us because like, I mean, attention is such a valuable currency. Just you giving us attention. We're trying to... Uh, give you guys as much as we possibly can because we want to help. This is all a family and mm-hmm. we want to help you achieve whatever you're going after. And like we all have our different experiences. So we 
we can contribute what we know, but all of us collectively know so much more than any of us individually. So mm-hmm. yeah, just thank you for tuning in. And Exhale Ambition, I just uh, added you as a speaker. Whenever you want to unmute, feel free to feel free to chime in. I'd love to to hear your voice. Yes, thank you so much, Jeff. Uh, just just to check, everyone can hear me fine. Yep. Yeah. What is up, dude? Congrats right, on the perfect. new project. I still haven't read the Discord because I've been balls deep in work. But dude, I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. I think that's thank awesome. you so much. I could even just see just from the brief scrolling I've done. You have been silently working on this for a long fucking time. Yeah, I noticed the same I thought, thing. Did you see the Discord? Did you see it? Uh-huh. I, I've been it's grinding impressive. for some it's, time now. It's fucking impressive. It's impressive. It looks great. And just watching you uh, conduct the community there is you're, you're informative. You're transparent. You're everything that 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 we that Skulkers represent. You know, that's good. That's a good that's community milk. That's community milk. <laughs> you know, throw that shit forward like. Um, but I, I don't want to interrupt. Speak. This is this is your time. Well, I mean, to start, I just want to say thank you to everyone. Um, I, I've invited some of the the familiar faces that I've had the pleasure of interacting with frequently. Um, I won't get everyone by name, but I mean, I've got I've got Jeff in there. You know, I have Jack, Marguerite. Both of you are in there as well. Um, I was lucky enough when I made my foray from stocks over into the crypto space to have fallen into some communities with some wonderful people that could kind of show me around. So I am very grateful for that. Mm. But um, what it is that I'm working on right now, uh, some of it is still in the works to the point where like, I can't announce absolutely everything, but I do have something exciting that I can announce here that I was given permission to do so by the person I was speaking with earlier today. But um, so to start, uh, the organization is what I'm working on right now. Uh, Jeff and I still have to have talks just based off something we discussed previously to kind of figure that issue out. But um as of right now, we're the organization, that's the name of the project. Uh, we started as an investment management group where I was providing services out to investors where for a 10% premium, I would invest and manage whatever they wanted me to do for them. Uh, I got real knowledgeable in the space. We started largely with a pretty heavy-handed investment uh, just before it hit its peak, Axie Infinity. So for the last like five or six months, I've been managing 50 plus individuals and in, in teams for a collective about 180 wow. different NFT assets. I always um, knew you were involved with Axie. I didn't know that you were involved at that level. Like that's a lot of management. And I know Axie's very, as an RPG gamer and uh, just someone who's very familiar with Pokemon systems. I, I've never played Axie, but I know it's very fuck. It's fucking complex. Like there's a lot to it. I yeah. Think, like, and it's and it's a. Uh, it's like a fun game to play. Like it, it's not like, uh, I don't know. They were very, I guess, ahead of the, the curve. If you think about it, right. With gaming and stuff like they're very, I, I wish they, they were very game. ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know you were managing that much. Good for you. But yeah. So, so I've been managing that for some time now. And I mean, you are right. The, just the logistics of managing that many teams, especially with many of them on Tracer wallets. So now I have to do like multiple contract interactions or at least like wallet hey, confirmations. Hey, hey, I hate to interrupt for anybody that doesn't know he also is in the fucking military full time so this guy is working non-stop talk about a fucking hustler talk about a hard worker sorry keep going had to give you no questions. no no problem at all so i did that and then just touching on the military stuff so uh previously i was an all source intelligence analyst at first group for about two two and a half years um focused mainly on nukes and stuff so if you ever want to talk about random crazy military tech that's usually my <laughs> My forte. But yeah, so we started with the Axie Infinity stuff. Then we spread from there to 
a couple different games, some rebase protocols, just standard stuff, kind of just general market speculation wherever we can and will continue to do so. But at present, we can be seen as a group of kindred investors working towards developing into a crowdfunded venture capital firm. Uh, mm. We're currently in discussion with several artists right now with the concept designs that I've come up with in order to uh, get, get some initial like sketches down to figure out which artists we want to go for with our two separate collections that we'll have. Uh, we're going to have a membership pass collection that'll come with a line of utilities that we touch on in our Discord, uh, as well as a ER, well, excuse me, a, a one of one hand drawn kind of like political cartoon stylized thing cool. for like all sorts cool. of prominent figures from the American uh, Industrial Revolution. So that should be pretty nice, pretty exciting. It hasn't been done before. Haven't seen that once. <laughs> Yes, I'm very excited for that. I haven't seen that yet. Be speaking with an artist who's very well established tomorrow, at least for our profile picture one. I don't know if he'll want to stay with us long term, but he's worked with Disney and all sorts of other like wow. like movie production. Like the, the man's amazing. He's gotten published in time. Like he's he, he's pretty solid. Um, and, and then today, I mean, the, these last four days have been absolutely insane. Um, uh, more and more, as you said, it feels like these crazy opportunities, I'm either forging them or they're falling into my lap. I, mm -hmm. through a conversation with a gentleman that I've known in the investing space for maybe seven months now, I was talking with him and he linked me up with the CEO of NFT to earn, who is offering at least currently a kind of like a more passive partnership, but he's leaning into setting it up as a formalized partnership for investing. He's extending me help, like figuring out all the legal side of things. Uh, and eventually we have ambitions to become a C-Corp as prior after we finish our two uh, product lines so we can actually start working towards becoming a venture capital firm. Him and I have talked about a, a, a SAFT agreement for getting their governance token at a discounted rate, all, all sorts of crazy stuff. So th there's a lot of good stuff coming in this space. Uh, the, the reason why I wanted to, to start this project is I, I do like the art that a lot of these projects show off. Uh, obviously, I mean, I, I think I have four or five Skull Kids or something right now. <laughs> I've got a bunch of collabs. Um, not, not a terribly large amount of money compared to some people in the space, but I, I probably have over 30 grand invested in NFTs at this point. Yeah, that's a good um, amount, though. That's good. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm a big fan of the ones that I do have. I'm very lucky to have what I do have. But... Uh, most collections are created by an artist that wants to have a platform in order to disseminate them, which is wonderful. And it is amazing how the NFT craze has allowed people to do that. I myself do not have that same talent to create the art myself, but my God, am I an ideas, man, just the thoughts of utilities. Like I view, I view NFTs exclusively as a vehicle for utility. If they look we, nice. At the we bonus. at the Skullverse have used some of his ideas for utility he has always he's always said that he's like i'm not an artist but i am an ideas guy and he, we've used some of some of his ideas a lot of people too you know we we, we take uh, what they say you know seriously so we uh we that so yeah that is definitely true you are certainly an ideas guy but yeah dear god poor jack i mean i've paragraphs and paragraphs that i've sent this man just because he would talk about one line of utility either in the graveyard or in the three club and i would just start running with it and start spouting <laughs> random things and like other possibilities ways to extend that into the future and he has been a real sport about all that well if you never know i always say to jeff that i'm like you know you're not you're i'm not the skull kids has turned into something more than just me it's like it really is just such a community effort and like yeah i'm the you know i'm the judge or an executioner but it's just like uh 
I find if you're a creator and you don't listen to people that love you, you're fucking stupid. You're missing out on so many things. Like, for example, I'm a huge Overwatch guy. I have so many notes for Blizzard that, like, I wish I could send and they would read. Because I'm like, hey, I play this game five hours a day. Please listen to my quality of life notes. So I always try to be, you know, a developer or somebody behind a project that would be... Hey, I hear you. Let's do that. Or at least, hey, I like one of those things. Let's do that. You know, that's the beauty. So, um, that's the beauty of all of this. Is it isn't some big bureaucracy now. It is going straight to the artist. You have direct access to you, and like as the team grows, as the community grows, as whatever it is is developed, there's just a different connection that's possible within NFTs, within this space, within crypto in general, that is hugely valuable and really something to harness. Mm-hmm. So Zill, when are you thinking? When are you thinking the drop? When you're gonna drop? So, if I'm able to get this initial line created, which I should be able to do pretty quickly, I'm pretty certain I have the artist that I want for that. Right now, I'm also looking into uh, another artist that one of our own members, uh, his fiance's mother, is also a graphic designer. So we might pick her up if she can do a better rate at the same quality. Uh, but the goal is no later than mid or the end of next month. Nice. Oh, for okay. our, so for our initial membership one. Uh, and then for our second collection, the uh, the one of ones, I mean, you can only make quality one of ones one at a time. So those will trickle through yeah, that's starting sometime after that initial mint. Yeah. So uh, what's your marketing strategy? Because I saw you got you had a decent amount of people in that Discord already. That's, that's not an easy thing to do is to uh, get a Discord off the ground. That's probably one of the hardest things to do. I was lucky. But again, lucky, always lucky. But um, but how, how did you, uh, what's your marketing strategy? What are you guys thinking about doing? So j- just from our initial marketing strategy, just starting off, since you kind of outlined the difficulties of doing that, I-, I did have the lucky privilege of, I mean, since I'm at the United States Military Academy, I'm surrounded by a bunch of like-minded people, at least as far as ambition goes. Yeah. And I absolutely love technology. I mean, I'm an information technology major. Um love money naturally i think we all do but i I spend most of my time fixating on market analysis and like trying to figure out the best and most efficient ways to make money naturally i married those two things started talking some of my peers heads off uh during our summer training our uh, final summer training in the field and by the end of that field period i had 10 people that were each sending me at least two grand each to get some investments going for axie infinity nice so i mean it it was an amazing opportunity um yeah you're a natural salesperson you're you're very you're a natural salesperson. You definitely uh, you know there there are so many names that come and buy and this come in and out of Discord. You know that like you don't recognize, but yours from day one was just you you're 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 heard you're heard when you come into a room you are heard, and like that's a that's a trait that's um you know you 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 are probably that 10% of people that I was talking about that will take these steps seriously and execute it. Like you, I know you are the type of person that will have great success with something like this. And you're naturally a salesperson. You're naturally just out there. I, I think you do it on accident. Like, I don't even think you realize you're selling stuff like that when you're, you're just, and that's the best way to sell is that you're passionate about things. So, um, I think you're going to have, I hope you have great success with the project. I don't see why not. Everything looks so good in the discord already. It looks so clean. That's something I look at. I just there's so much shit out there. It's so easy to smell shit from a mile away nowadays in the NFT landscape. That like, it's just nice. It's just refreshing, I guess. You know. 
I, uh, I greatly, greatly appreciate you saying all of that. Uh, I've had the opportunity to glean things that I like and, and don't like from several projects that I've been in and still am in, some that I've been in and left because I wasn't too fond of the way that things were run or it was just taking up too much space on the left side of my Discord app. Um, <laughs> but what I would say for our marketing going forward, I, I mean, you've kind of seen what I've done. I have a couple of people that have already brought in either from the academy or from elsewhere that are currently investors. I have a bunch that are there as prospective investors. Um, and I just recently, you know, created a whole separate role so we could bring in people that are practically family at this point. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I brought in uh, one or two from Shackers because I'm not as active over there naturally because I'm not a holder other than the collab that you mm -hmm. and Shaq did. Yeah. Um, uh, mainly a bunch of folks from Skull Fam, uh, as well as a couple here and there from my different investing avenues. Um, and as far as organization goes and like learning different ways to promote things, um, cause I'm also a moderator for ox crystals, which is a project that's kind of doing its yeah, own I thing. Know. They like to yeah. kind of operate in the shadows. Uh, so one of their utilities is mystery, which is definitely strange in the space. Uh, if you could even call that a utility, but the way that I'm marketing it is, is I only want the highest quality people. And that's not to say that the people that aren't selected are not high quality people, but because the general relationship between an investor and an investment line is that you have to have very real and genuine trust in the vision and the means by which the person you're investing in will execute that vision. Absolutely. Because every single part uh, of every move that I've made since I started the organization has been trying to figure out the best way to give back to the investors for the money that they have invested in. Taking care of investors, I mean, is the easiest way to take care of your business because they will Absolutely. want to come. Dude, that's the fundamentals of Skull Kids. Everything that I do is for you guys. Everything that I do. Every decision I make is I, I just, you know, you guys have, I, I've really felt it in the three club the last couple of days, but it feels like a family in there. It really does. It feels like that. It, it just feels like I, any decision I, I, I make, it's that that's true. It's the best way to conduct business is to keep your original people happy. It's to keep your investors happy. And something just to tail on what you were saying with uh, quality of quality people. Um, Jeff and I were just talking about that today, that we, uh, something important, something that I brag about skull kids is the fucking quality of people. Cause the second I see a shit bag come in the discord, I often, I don't know if you guys have ever seen me do it, but I roast them in the general. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Like, don't fuck, like, don't spam the raffle you just won trying to fucking sell it for a quick flip. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Go type that somewhere else. I don't want that shit there. I want, I want, I, I want people that are on, you want people that are on that same goal, that same wavelength, that same path. And it's like, everybody is welcome. But it's just, there's a certain tier of people that I understand what you're saying, that you want to draw the best. And I think the way that you can draw the best is by networking with the best, with who you're already kind of networking with. You know, it's like you just keep going down those avenues. You keep meeting the people because it's like, I don't know about you, but like I see a lot of the same names, Skull Kids, Fang Gang, Stacy's, Pervs. Like I see a lot. So for me, I know if I see any of those names or people that hold any of those things, I go, okay, I'll, I like that person. So like, that's kind of it's I, I hear what you're saying, because there is a quality of people here that show up and they want to do nothing but destroy. They want to do nothing but destroy. And depending on if the project is shitty or not, you know, that's a great determining factor of it as well. But um, 
I think quality projects will draw quality people in. And I, I don't think you're going to have an issue finding that at all. I think that, um, I think that you're doing all the right things. Very impressed with the discord. There was so much I haven't, I haven't even been able to read it, but super impressed from at first glance with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And thanks so much for jumping up here and telling us a little bit more. That's awesome. Like it's, I, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No. Uh, I'm always horrible at finding the point to jump. And I come from a family of talkers. I stress <laughs> my lady out so much with it. Um, I do want to touch on one more thing like, before I do sign off and sit in the background and listen to anybody else. If, if there's anyone else working on great stuff they'd like to promote um, is, is moving forward with picking up more people. I mean, those of you that have already joined in server, I mean, we have Jack, we have Marguerite, we have Oppie who is in, who's still in here. Luis, like, those are the names that I recognize. There may be more Jeff's in there as well. Um, like growth beyond the initial people that I know and trust really well. Like I've left that to them to invite people that they believe are the highest caliber mm. folks as well. Like I want this to be a place where people are comfortable coming to. I don't care if they're inviting people that aren't necessarily going to be investors right away or maybe never even have the intent of investing. It's meant for it to be a place for people that Just are interested the in the technology, in the blockchain, in nfts in general investment as a whole like i just want it to be a place for knowledgeable people and that is yeah. what i'm trying to move forward and create my, my, my advice to tell with that real quick is utilize your alpha channels dude utilize utilize that shit they're there for a reason you know you didn't you didn't pay all this money to just get in there for no reason you know what i mean it's like you're you're in top tier channels like you know like a lot of money was tossed into Skull Kids. You know, there's a lot of people in there with a lot of asset that uh, just, you know, naturally network. Don't, don't, you know, spam or anything, but like just utilize those channels. Utilize the other projects you're in. Utilize those channels. Like I said, you're heard. When you come into somewhere, you are heard. So you are, you, you are not just a, a, a gray face that, 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 that is unrecognizable. You are, you are heard. So utilize that. Chase that. Utilize that. Utilize the alpha channels. Utilize good people. Get out there, you know. I, I'm. I, it's, great. it's great to hear. It's great to hear. Yeah. So thanks All again. Right. Sweet. So, and I saw Jake. You uh, commented on the thread. We actually don't have a POAP this week. It has been, uh, we have been just running the last two weeks. I do all of my yeah. business stuff outside of NFTs. We have partnerships and clients and everything. Um, and then we've also been, like we mentioned last week, I don't know if you tuned in, but we are working on a generative for uh, Skull Kids that'll be coming soon. And that's very yeah. exciting. But that means that we have just been going nonstop. Yeah. We will be doing them. We will certainly be doing them. But yeah, we've been a little busy with the POAP. Sorry. But yeah, we're going to, yeah, we'll swing back around and have those in the future for yeah. sure. Because especially with the first character, Mickey, and building out his progress through his yeah. journey is sort of something we talked about from the beginning that it just it's yeah. fun and it's cool to have that the progress of that character and like i don't know we all we all love nfts we love free nfts maybe even a little more because it's like <laughs> there's just that little yeah. insider like oh hey i was there i was part of this little like right now there's a handful of us in here it's not like there's a ton of people but yeah. you have this little special this little special thing from this moment that you you were always a part of it and yeah i did it it's yeah, we're definitely gonna have more in the future. I see. Uh, I see. I gotta give a quick shout out to a lifelong friend of mine. Megan just came in here. She, I don't think she even has an NFT, but she is a, a lifelong friend of mine who lives in Florida. Um, so I just want to shout her out really quick. If you guys want to give her a follow, she is an amazing person. Um, nice. She is into art. She is into things of the sort. I think uh, she's probably curious to learn a little bit. So uh, 
you guys want to give her a warm welcome, give her some follows. And uh, Megan, if you have any questions, like even just basic stuff, like <laughs> that's what this is like about. Like we're trying to help people out. So, um, Luis, I know you wanted to speak. Uh, do you want to come up and speak? Well, yeah, Luis no. has got some cool, cool stuff coming up, uh, coming up with him. Well, yeah, no uh, pressure, of course. But yeah, um, no pressure. I, I we just spoke in DMs prior, and he has uh, working on some cool stuff. He's got a, a project that I think that just sold out. Um, does like a lot of photography and stuff like that but yeah no pressure at all sweet uh but I, yeah, yeah he's actually up right else? now oh, so yes. okay. yeah so if you want to unmute feel free to talk and yeah we'll probably stick around for a few more minutes or we're, we're already up at an hour 45 so we should probably wrap soon but yeah. uh, definitely want to hear from you Luis, and hear about what you're working on all right can you guys hear me yep yes sir. okay what's awesome up? What's, what's up what's up what's cracking guys how you guys doing good doing good, good buddy all right. Am I too loud on this? I've, I've no, heard my, okay. Perfect. I've literally heard myself replay on some of these recorded <laughs> spaces. And then it's so funny how like the volume changes for other people. Cause you know, some people got the pod, some people got yeah. like the old school, you know, with the ox port, other people got some professional ones. So yeah, just checking in, see how it sounds. <laughs> it's so funny. You're the, you know, I'm looking at Jeff. He's got this dope ass mic set up. <laughs> shitty JBL headphones with the mic on it. You literally just nailed it. So yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Oh, for real. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyways, no, I love I love the conversation. Um, I was uh, driving and then listening to this and then I was actually getting a massage and also listening to this and that was really sweet. So like I literally everything you said kind of like was embedded now, you know what I mean? Because I was so relaxed. Like kind of meditating while listening. Yes, yes, brother. Because like, you know, a lot of, you know, it took a little bong rip too, you know, so that helps. Yeah, so I was like, good mood. I asked all of you to be a little (laughs) open-minded. That is how you do it. Take a bong rip, go get a massage, and listen listen to the things that we we have for you. Yeah, bro, it was Uh, just a really, really good good mood. So, um, yeah, loved everything you loved everything you said. I love the, um, you know, just like letting go. And I think as you get older, I'm 30 now, gonna turn 31, but. Um, as you get older, it's just, it's, it is easier to let go, but it does take, you know, time and energy and dedication to understand and really, you know, like you say, kind of revamp your, yourself, revamp your identity, figure out like what that next step is. Yeah, Absolutely. it can be, uh, it can be, it, it's painful. It's painful. It's not an <clears throat> easy thing. It's painful. And a lot of people run from it. And instead of running from it, you have to run towards it because that's where your liberation is. Is, no, is, exactly. is admitting defeat in a way you're admitting defeat because once you are defeated you can no longer be defeated you know what i mean it's like you just die so i uh yeah 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 they, these uh these steps that i've i've mapped out like i said they just uh they've worked for me um significantly so yeah dude it's cool that you say that you know just like it's it's being honest with yourself and and sometimes you have to like look back even in your childhood you know i look back and oh like, yeah as a kid you know i i played i played soccer my whole life you know i dabbled with football i dabbled with basketball so i was always around sports and like you know just just you know being out there and enjoying and having fun right team teammates camaraderie just you know it's good it's just good stuff as a teenager right oh, yeah. and it's so funny because it's like i'm like the biggest guy on the field but I was never the most physical because my thing as a kid was I hate being caught, you know. And so when you're that kind of person that hates being caught, it's also difficult for you to admit things, right? So as like a teenager, I feel like that was like my thing that I had no idea about. And even through college, I kind of saw it, but it wasn't really until, you know, you kind of, like you said, hit rock bottom, whatever your rock bottom is, whether it's yes. financially, whether it's goals, career, whatever it is, you know. 
um, when you hit that, you start slowly. That's, that's where it's like, it's either you sink, sink or you swim. And then once you start swimming, it's a process, but you know, you know, fast forward now, five years later, I'm just like, wow, it's just, it's so amazing. It's so much better on the other side, right? When you start to, when you start to think about it, that was just, first of all, amazing self-realization that you just said, like, I don't like being caught. Do you, you, you hear how powerful that is, everybody that's listening right now? Just to say, I don't like being caught. Mm-hmm. I don't like being caught. I don't like being confronted. I don't like being caught. I don't like this about myself. Talk about self-growth. Because then when you're able to pinpoint something you don't like, that's when you work on it. That's when that's when you work on stuff. And like you said, you felt like it bled in other aspects of your life. And then that's when you really start to grow. It's when you really start to wake up and, and you start to... Um, it's just the death of self is the best thing that you, that, that you can do. It's the, it's the best way to just approach everything. When, when you're fighting yourself, you can't, you can't fight any other battle. You can't love anybody else. You can't do anything really significant in your life. So that's why when I said, like, a bunch of you are going to fail at this step, uh, I was being serious because this path isn't for everybody. This path is not for everybody. If this passed with, if this was for everybody, everybody would be fucking rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's like self actualization is where it all starts. And like, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, I'm yeah, happy man. To hear that. Yeah. And like, you know, between that point and then now, so this is gonna kind of be my segue to you know what I've been working on is I was working for others, right? You know, creating music videos, graphics, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, just getting that dollar. But I was learning. And I knew that I was going to continue to learn. I knew I was going to continue to gain experiences. And that was what I was more focused on than the money because I had my full-time job. So that kind of like allowed me to really take that hobby and not be too stressed about it. Like, oh, I need to make so much, you know, because I didn't put myself through that. I told myself, I just got to learn throughout this whole process. And now 2022 and, you know, everything that's been going on, you know, obviously the last two years, you know, pandemic and everything going on, it was just like, a great time for me to kind of step back and things that I was so comfortable in doing constantly, like that cycle that I never changed, I actually started changing the cycle. And so now I finally feel liberated where like I have that direction. Break I have the loop today or it will yeah. continue tomorrow. That is yeah. it's a TikTok so, sound. It's awesome, dude. All the time. And it's true. It's so true. You <laughs> have to break out of the matrix. You have to break out of that loop. hundred percent. And so, yeah, now I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. I feel like the thirties are just going to be amazing. You know what I'm saying? And not that my twenties weren't great. They were fucking no, awesome. They were fucking I, awesome. I look forward, I look forward to, to my to like mid thirties. Like I feel like I'm going to be a real solid fucking dude. Like I'm going to, I'm just going to know like really good moral character. Just really, really like I just, what you work, you work to get there. It doesn't happen. You work to get there, but I look forward to that wisdom. I look forward to that. And I think that's a powerful thing to embrace. And, um, I, I, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah, with time, uh, we just, we get better with time. We, it was like a yeah. fine wine, honestly. Like it's just, we're constantly getting just a little bit better. And especially when we take the action, like what you're doing, it's, you're taking yeah. the action to improve, to recognize like these things about me that I want to change. And, and you know, what was, was like a big thing for me was like where I had the most, growth sincerely was uh i hurt someone so special in my life and i remember having to and i love this person and i hurt them like an idiot because i was just being selfish and narcissistic like normal and 
I remember causing this person so much pain that didn't fucking deserve it. And I remember like, that was another big thing for me too, was like waking up to that and being like, I don't want to do that to somebody. I don't want to, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to be so self-absorbed. I don't even see. So, um, just growth is so good. Like I, I'm so looking forward to, it's, it's awesome to hear that people when they say thing, when they see what they don't like about themselves and they say, Hey, I'm going to make, I'm going to 180 from that. That's literally written in the steps. So I'm going to pivot away from that. I'm going to walk in the other direction. So, and especially so easy to fall back into your own bullshit during a pandemic. You know, it, the world's crazy right now. The world's fucking falling apart at the seams. It's so easy to go, man, fuck it. But like, yeah, to the people who carry on, like that's that's what it's all about. You just gotta you gotta knock until your knuckles are white. You just gotta keep going, you know. And, and believe me, you know, I I still had those moments, and I still do. <laughs> but it's just not as a it's not a constant, right? It's not that yeah. it's not that constant distraction or influence that's you know you're you're battling. I'm not battling it anymore. Now I'm actually enjoying it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I, I I do it for enjoyment now rather than just just to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks so much for jumping up here. Do you want to uh, plug anything while you're up? Oh on yeah. Stage? I'll just pl- yeah. I'll plug something real quick. So um, it's it's really cool how this happened. Um, I'm part of a, a Discord and and it's a it's a, a collectible collection of like sport. It's like sports card style art. It's called All Star Freaks and we met a lot of people in there from you know all over you know east coast west coast you know other countries and we kind of formed like this camaraderie like you know it, it's it's very male dominant you know we have a couple females in there but it's you know it's about sports and stuff so it's you know it's going to usually be male dominant especially in the nft space anyways but um yeah some of the guys in there created a discord and what they're doing is and this is you know for anybody else that might want to have their own channel you know for artists to start their own discord it's a lot of fucking work you know so yeah like so they were much. saying i was so lucky for von schiller's people uh, for real jeremy, right jeremy g oh my god i i it was my first time ever using discord or twitter i had no fucking idea they came in and they really helped me build it now i understand it more mm-hmm. but like god it is it it's is, a lot of work it's a lot of work the bombs, yes like no one what does what it's happening channels what's uh discord culture what's appropriate how to you know like it's it's a lot you're absolutely right it's it's a whole tree with a bunch of branches man and roots it's it's insane you know it's never never ending but yeah anyways yeah they created this discord and what they're doing is um kind of like night kids i'm sure you guys are familiar with night kids they have like channels for specific artists and so what they want to do is instead of you having to manage your own discord they manage the discord but they create a channel for you to be able to you know publish share your work and you know, talk to, to individuals and they have bots where, you know, the, 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 uh, the, um, discord members can select which artists they want notifications from, you know, just really, really cool. Like it's management so for an artist. It's so funny you say that. Cause that's exactly what I had in mind for rips, which is sort of the web three, oh, okay. like arm of our business. So like, I love that. I'm glad to no, hear it's that. It's an someone... awesome feature, man. It like, really and, is. And, dude, and I want to be in multiple, trust me, I'm not just going to be in that one. If somebody else yeah. offers me a channel somewhere else, I'm going there too, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm on discord as it is. So I'm going to take advantage of those opportunities for sure. And that's so valuable to an artist, like especially, so say <clears> um, <throat> like Jack with Skull kids, there's, there's a lot more um, of that PFP vibe. So you have that mm-hmm. community sort of that it, like people sort of get it where mm-hmm. you have the one of one artists that are pure art, like art for art's sake. You don't see them as profile pictures. You don't really see a community like we see on discord. And I really think that that's sort of a bridge and a gap that is hugely valuable. Like I have a friend Mars, <clears throat> excuse me, a friend Mars Dorian. He is a phenomenal artist. He's 
the stuff that he does is just so cool. And I'm I'm pretty sure actually everyone in Skull Kids would love it too. It's just there's just a vibe, an edge to it, a grit that is just wonderful. But he doesn't do anything with Discord. He doesn't have the same level of community and camaraderie that like we see here, that we see within mm-hmm. this um like the Skullverse, the uh, bad fruit universe, whatever you want to call it. Um and I really think there's a that is a a great service and i love that that someone else has started doing that because like that's one of those things i had on the list of like i'd love to do this one day but yeah. um yeah i love that so that's is that all-star freaks then you said no so the 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 group of, of guys that we've you know kind of met in there and just you know you know kind of built a friendship right and a and a, and a, and a trust between each other they they're the ones that created it and invited you know some of the artists or photographers or you know whatever whatever you know it may be their creative mm-hmm. um you know, have their own channel within the Discord. And so what's cool about that is, you know, I was able to find other collectors of like Tezos pieces. And I think I had like five left yesterday of my first ever minted piece. And then within the 24 hours of being in that Discord, I sold out. That's awesome. You know what I mean? So that's like, that's just like a little bit of inspiration of like, you know, it's always there in front of you. Sometimes you just don't know where to look, but if you look closer, you know, it's already there, right? Absolutely. Kind of what you guys were saying earlier, you know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, and what's the name of yeah. your collection on there? Oh yeah, so it's a uh, it's it's a uh, Tezos. Um, it's on the object.com website, and it's a uh, going to be a photography series. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing uh, ten editions of each photo. Um, if you guys follow me on Twitter, I'll be announcing a Twitter giveaway, and then I'll be posting the uh, Discord link in there too, so you guys can join, follow me, get that notifications whenever I do uh, uh, post something new. Um, and it's going to be uh, once a week uh, for each uh, series. Um, so then right now, you know, this is the first week. So we'll have two more weeks of uh, new editions being minted out on Tezos. And then it's a, it's a photo series. So these are photos that I took back, I want to say, 2013 in New York, you know. And I took it on a super, you know, cheap $400, $400 Canon power shot. You know what I mean? Nice. But I was messing with the uh, shutter speed. You know, and in New York with all the cars and the lights and the people, you know, in, yeah, in Manhattan. Real crazy. Yeah. It's real crazy. And to see kind of like what it looks like now to at that moment where I took those photos, what I do is I get the coordinates of the Google Street View. And then that's all that's in the description. You take those coordinates, go to Google Street View, see what you see there, take that NFT, put it right next to it. And it's day and night. And it's just so awesome that that photo just has so much life. You know what I mean? But if, yeah, if you guys go on my Twitter, follow me. I actually posted about it today. You, you can find it in there. And Luis, stuff. feel free to shill that in the general tab. Okay. Kids. You have my Yeah, I will. So go, go ahead and explain it. Don't just drop a link. Explain it. Oh, facts. Because I remember you told me about this a couple months ago, and I thought it was a really cool idea just to link. I'm, I'm big into – I like that. Like when you buy an NFT and it's like, you know, you can – link you to somewhere in new york city like that's fucking cool that's really cool yeah, like, it's a great that's, idea uh, it's an awesome idea so because i think photography is all about that moment right and it's like for me it's not just the moment there's there's especially in manhattan there's just so much life so what i do is so much life. i like you know like your like your boy you know i forgot what his name is your boy that does the photography like he plays with color right so the color shows the emotion right that's kind of yeah. what I'm doing with this photo series as well. It's like, you know, I'm going to have a black and white edition. I'm going to have a very vibrant, saturated edition. And then I'm going to play with like shutter speeds and just really cool effects that, you know, make you feel what I felt in that very moment when I took that photo. Yes. I understand that that feeling as an artist wanting to um, 
share that same emotion you had when you're when you're producing it uh for your collector uh mm -hmm. jeff and i were even just talking today we said uh we were talking about photography nfts that uh it's a very niche market that um not a lot of people head in that direction and i just think that uh, if you utilize it correctly, you can have the right set of eyes on you and you can probably make some decent sales from it. So, uh, all depending on how you, you know, chop it up, you know, right, right, right. Whatever, you know, whatever you do, no pun intended because you have chop, but, um, <laughs> however you, that's a good one, but you, there's so many ways to skin that cat. It's how you build your business. But, um, I think the photography entities are such a niche. There's a certain audience of people uh they don't move obviously as fast as everything else but when they move they move and they move for a high price like i've seen them move for a high price and uh, it just takes the right collector and linking that collector with uh, the photographer so that's awesome dude i'm really happy to hear that i'm really happy to hear that a couple months later you're still sticking with your goal too that you didn't just swap yeah uh, so i posted that photo in november you know what i mean like i just posted it just to do it you know it was it was a time where like i was able to get into tezos and like I flipped the project and I'm now using those funds that I made there to create my own. Right. And then also collect other artists that I like. Um, so it was just a great opportunity for me to just get going. So I just posted it. And I told myself, all right, when I'm ready, I'll make a plan. It's January, baby. I'm ready. And so we're going with go. it. Love it. Love the energy. Sweet. Look at our, look at, look at my people. Look at my fucking people. They both two, just two of them and not everybody, but two of them just came up and spoke today and they're both doing fucking kick ass things. You guys, I'm so I, it's just amazing that I, we're just, I'm just so blessed to uh, just have you guys in my corner and just for you guys to just be on a similar mission that I'm on and just uh, just you, you, uh, I'm not I'm just a conduit for information and, and fun drawings. But uh, at the end of the day, we all are our own captains of our own ships. And it's just really um, I'm, I'm very grateful to have other captains in the discord, not not just. You know, it's nice. It's nice, right? We just heard oh, yeah. two, two, two of our people, two of our three club people come up here and they share their aspirations and their goals and their dreams. And it's just really nice. And I hear the passion in both of your voices. I heard passion mm -hmm. in both of your voices. You can you can tell when there's lifeless, lifeless shit. You don't believe what you're saying. You don't believe what you're buying. Uh, both of you are believing what you're buying. And I think you guys are going to keep chipping, keep chipping, keep, keep, keep going day by day. Like, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm really happy you guys both came up and shared something. Yeah, and this is a family. So, like, definitely, we love having you here. We're so grateful for your time, and we want to give you the uh, the stage as much as we can, too. So, yeah, this has been this has been great. This has been a couple hours, actually. So, we, we did yeah. longer than we normally do. But, yeah, thank you guys for sticking around. And, oh, actually, we have one more request here. Oh, it's Oppie. We have to bring Oppie up. Let's see. Hello. Hey there. Yo, yo. Does it sound okay? Oh yeah, it yeah, sounds you good. Sound good. Yeah, you sound good, man. But so it's going to be a little bit different than what everybody else said. But mm -hmm. I'm just going back to your steps thing. So I don't have an exact goal in mind. It was mm -hmm. kind of just like make it, make it, be able to set people up for life, do all that jazz. Don't want rich. You want wealth. You feel me? Hey, yep, I feel you. I know. I know what you are saying. I, I understand what you're putting down because I was there too. That's the same thing as me. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I'm not done yet. So like I, you know, I understand. I understand that completely. So that it's more of a mentality shift. So like if you don't know the vehicle that you're going to use to drive to get that wealth, my, my advice would be to just 
you just keep walking in that direction. Like you're young, right? You're, you're like 20, right? Yeah. You're, 23. You're super young. You're a kid. Man. You <laughs> got so much time to fuck up and grow and fuck up again and lose it all. And then make it again a hundred times over. And, uh, I, I would, what do you, what are you in school for right now? Cause I know you're in school. No, nah, I'm, I'm not in school. I thought you were in school. No, I thought you were. No. Nope. I used okay. to be in school just, for a little just bit. Just a degenerate gambler. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> degenerate gambling in a lot of things. Well, hey, so that's a great thing to be interested in a lot of things. And I would say you're so young that you don't have to necessarily, like, don't corner yourself. You know, don't, don't, that's another thing. He's like, this is supposed to be, like, fun. Like, don't corner yourself. But, like, if you don't have a vehicle to drive it, like, I would just say, be honest. Be honest. The universe is listening to you. Be honest in your steps when you repeat them. For that step, say, I have no fucking idea <laughs> what I want to do. Well, and the I goal is finding that. Like, that is the, the goal. goal. There you go. There you go. Just figured it out. The goal is finding that. That is like, I have no idea Hell what I want to yeah. do. But what I do know is that in 10 years, I would, I, I want to have a one followed by six zeros in my bank account. I don't know how I'm going to get to it, but I'm going to fucking get to it. Yes. I don't. I, I'm. A, I'm an everyman. Me. I'm an. I, I. I. Solar panels, real estate, Pokemon cards, cocaine, marijuana, fucking uh, the, the pictures of dicks, pictures of skulls, <laughs> uh, houses. Uh, it. I fuck. Um. I can't even. There's so many things that like I am, and that. Uh. All I have to say about that is that I am. I am. Hell yeah. I am. And like that's that's kind of. That's sufficient because if you have the heart of like a lion behind that, like you'll find it. You will fucking find it. If you're looking for it, you'll find it. But you're so young that I wouldn't dude. when I was 20. What was I doing at 20? I was snorting mountains of cocaine with my friends and doing just dumb shit and like getting up the next morning and getting out there and going and knocking on Dune Road and, uh, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I changed my hat so many times. So I dude, don't be hard on yourself and don't think about it too much. If you be a natural, you know, yeah, I'm a natural, you know, just, just go for it. Just, just, just do it. I don't know. It's weird, <laughs> weird bit of advice, but it's like, don't, don't corner yourself. See what you like. Try, try a million things. I know I, you like gambling a lot. So like, maybe you like numbers. Maybe you like, you know, no, no, no. Listen, that, that, I don't like numbers. I don't <laughs> like math. I don't like math. But what I do like is I like money. And yeah. I like making money. And money is equal numbers. So, like, I right. am always – so I look at numbers from a perspective like that. So when I say that, like, um, I don't know, maybe maybe see if being a stockbroker is something you like doing. That's gambling. That what we that, do is gambling. I've tried gambling. before. Or not tried, tried but I dipped my toe in it before. So getting your Series Seven is intense. I've had my stockbroker's license. That is, that is. It took me almost like two years to get. I failed it the first time, and then uh, I didn't have to take a portion of it because it comes with the real estate license. But it was intense. It was a commitment. And it mm -hmm. cost me a couple thousand bucks to get the license, but and I never really used it too much. I used it for a little bit, but um, I don't know. There's just so many options out there for an entrepreneur. For there's no such thing as a bad idea. So my my advice is make that step is. I want to find out what I want to do mm -hmm. and you say it every day. I'm going to keep my eyes open. What are you going to do? What are you going to give up to find that? 
I'm re- give up to find that. I'm going to keep my eyes open every day. I'm not going to sleep until I find what I want to do. I'm that's, not going to, you know, like said, they, you may have to alter the goals a little bit, but I would think that's like, you want to make sure one step corresponds with the next. So when you're, when you're saying them out loud, it, uh, they, they cohesively make sense. And in, in when, when you're delivering it out of your mouth, you know, yeah, makes sense. Well, one, one, this, this is all so helpful. And one thing like that put it in perspective for me was step two. What, what, what are you going to give up? Like right. it never really hit me before. And it's like, all right. Yeah, no, that entirely makes sense. You have to give something to get something. Yes. I can't just expect the world and not give anything. Absolutely. The world owes you nothing. The world is such a cruel fucking bitch. It just chews you up and spits you out. I could get into my car go to 7-Eleven for a cup of tea right now and die in a fucking car accident and none of you would fucking hear from me again. It would be a tragedy. It would be a tragic fucking story. There are no promises. There is not, there is no fucking answer for, for anything. So that, and that's also why it's so important to just fucking get out there and do it. It's like, um, I, and that second step is always, that one's always such a kicker for everybody. Cause when you really think about it, you're like, nothing is free. And like that nothing and nothing is guaranteed either. Like I just said, you could fucking so shoot your shot. Get out there. Get out there, kid. Like go do what you gotta do. Like figure it out. Like it, it, you were so young. Get out there. Get your hands fucking dirty. Find what you like doing. I don't know. Just try it all. Try it all. That's the try important everything thing. Everything that you can do. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get started. You gotta do more. Like doing more is where opportunity comes from. Because you start to have these uh, disparate areas that overlap, like like Jack, list the things again. The your journey. What what were the bullet points of uh, your? Uh, I I could even start even before that. That it was uh, I started working in restaurants. Then I went to a deli. Then I there's so many sub things that I didn't even include in oh, between. Yeah. Like tried, didn't work, didn't like it. Went moved on to the next. Uh, so delis went to college, dropped out. Uh, solar went back to college dropped out uh the real estate license went to real estate uh class here and there at suffolk community dropped out again uh went back to after real estate uh got my series seven tried stocks for about three weeks uh hated it got out of it went back to real estate uh bought a camera a drone on a credit card didn't have a pot to piss in um created my own marketing business that was profitable uh did social work ended up finding out that i loved social work that was probably I got paid the less, but felt the most valuable out of all those jobs. Um, in between that, uh, right before I was doing about to come in the NFT space, I was taking my uh, insurance broker's license test. I was going to sell insurance, and then my skull kids happened, and I actually stopped mid halfway through that class. I never finished the class uh, before that. Let's see what else did I do? This super sketchy insurance thing a couple years ago with Life and Health, where I would sit, I would go in hospitals on people's deathbeds and basically try to cheat them out of their fucking life insurance policy because there was a legal tax hole loop. Yeah, I've done some scummy stuff. I've done some scummy stuff. So I know what it's like, things I like and things I do not like. So what the, the way that this worked is that you'd go up to an old person that their life insurance policy is a million bucks. They probably got like four or five months left to live right there in the hospital. They're dying. So you go up to them. You're literally like the devil. And you go, hey, listen, my brokerage, what we're going to offer you right now is $800,000 cash. Right? $800,000 cash. And what's going to happen is when you die, you're going to fuck your family and you're going to sign over your million to us. So we make 200 grand on you, but you get $800,000 cash. Don't got to pay tax on it. It's already, it's already paid for. It's all good. What you're going to do 
is you take this money, you divide it up amongst your kids however you want. You you you, you put lipstick on the pig, right? Mm-hmm. Your kids are probably going to want cash, and you want to be able to disperse it while they're still alive, right? You don't want to be able to, holy shit, how evil was that? Hated that. Did that for a couple months. Um, what else? Uh, went back to the ranch. Went back to social work this year. Last year, 2021. It's, I am always... I am always growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're I always learning. Just, and all I'm the things... Learning. Yeah. All the things you took from each of those moments have Let culminated, me, yeah, to exactly where you are today. To this multimedia platform where uh-huh. I'm able to speak, I'm able to be an artist, I'm able to sell, I'm able to, I understand the the stocks of this, I get it, I understand buy, sell, you know, whatever. I, I it has all come to this moment, yeah. and I had no idea, you know, the uh-huh. last ten years, you have no fucking idea what's happening. Well, and yeah. It's chaos, and you're sleeping on piles of clothes, shoving cocaine in your nose. <laughs> serial dating person after person after person and then before you know it you're fucking 30 and you're just like how did i get here like this <laughs> is so crazy i'm even alive right now like i so uh just here's another thing that i love saying that'll really put things into perspective to really just fucking try things and go after it is when your parents were fucking and made you and your dad nutted inside of your mom. I'm being graphic for a reason, so I'm grossing everybody out on purpose. And your dad nutted inside of your mom. What is it, like a billion sperm cells? Something crazy like that? You made it, motherfucker. A one in a billion chance to breathe oxygen on this fucking floating rock in space. You fucking made it. Hang on. And before that, let's do the math of the odds of you making it from one sperm cell to another. Your dad was one in a billion and so on and so forth. You are a fucking miracle anomaly. You are a miracle anomaly. Try everything. Try everything. Because you got, at best, people want to say you live to 100? Bullshit. Common age, death, what? 70? 65? Because we don't take care of ourselves in our first half, in the first half of our life. We want to get it together when we're 35, 40 and be like, I want to be healthy. It's like too late, dude. You kind of fucking destroyed your body. So it's like you get one fucking shot. You get one fucking shot. Try it all. Try it all. Go to college. Fuck up. Fail. Do great. Find out that college is not for me. Maybe for me. I don't know. I like to talk. Maybe I'm a lawyer. I'm good at selling. Maybe I'm a salesperson. I don't know. But try it all because when the lights go out, and nobody knows what happens after the lights go out. Like I said, I could get my car right now. The car could hit me. Lights go out. I want to make sure I fucking like did it all or tried it all. Or I, I, I just, I just, you know. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you, you just never know. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Do it all. Do it all. Don't limit yourself to one thing. Try it all. You're 20, 20 years old. Fuck. If I was 20. What would I do differently? You, I, you say know, it 10, like you're ancient, but no, still, know, but, like, but ten years ago, like, uh-huh. and you're such a you're such a puppy at that age. You're so nuts, you know. Like, you just want to <laughs> just rip the world by its neck. You just it's just everything's so intense, and you're just you're coming into your manhood, you know. And it's like, if I could just restructure myself a little bit better, where would I be now? You know, yeah. If like I knew I, what I know now, then. Where would I yes. be today? Yeah, but there's no turning back. But at the same time, it's no like just back. today, moving forward. What do we have next? And yeah, thanks, Abby, for jumping up here. Like that means a lot. And we have one yeah. more before we wrap because we have the simple man here. Um, I just simple want to bring man. you up. 
and you should be up in just a minute. Whenever you unmute, you should be able to speak. Are you there? Looks like you're, you should be good whenever you're uh, ready to roll. I'm reading what he's saying in Discord. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I haven't checked Discord. In this oh yeah, I haven't been in. Oh, I said he had a rough day today. I'm really thankful for you fellows in here. Well, thank. Uh, well, we are thankful for you. Yeah, so thankful for you uh, sharing your time with us. It really means, like genuinely, uh, it means a lot. He's typing in Discord now. Let's see. Oh, maybe he, we accepted a request to speak if you like <laughs> to come up. Yeah, but um, yeah, thank you again, everybody who's, uh, who's tuned in, who's stuck around. We had a longer uh, space today. If oh, yeah. we missed you this week, we'll definitely have you up next week. We want to have more of this uh, interactive, yeah. the community milk section if you will we want to really yeah this uh, is fucking awesome yeah and we want to do this together like honestly look look at what we have here like this is essentially back in the day a radio show like we're having a call-in show people are calling in we're sharing our stories we're trying to help one another and build something but we're able to do this all on our own like this is such a such a special time to be able to do this together that um yeah it's just amazing we thank you all for tuning in so I think so amazing. Yeah, so I think we will just wrap there, but enjoy the rest of your day, everyone, and we will be back at you next week. Yep, sounds good, guys. All right, everyone take it easy and fucking murder it this week. If you guys want the uh this the the step sheet, you guys can DM me or we'll post it. We'll share it somewhere, maybe in the graveyard, make it utility or something like that. I don't know. But uh all right, Sweet. guys. Yep, have a good week, everyone. Thank you for all for being here. Yeah, see you next week.